Hey, what's going on, everybody? Listen to Seggy Station. Just a man that has a nickname, was out to say with no shame. Friday the 13th, January 13, 2023, that is. Nick Seglin here. You're listening to Seggy Station Podcast. Fired up to be here today. Got my good friend Rich Hot Takes Letty coming through to talk some NBA. As we're already halfway through the season in the NBA, plenty to touch on when it comes to the hoops. College hoops really kicking up. College football really let us down with a national championship game. Got some smoke on that. Got some smoke on the NFL playoffs starting up this just a day away tomorrow, this weekend, and capping off with a Monday night football game between the Dallas Cowboys and Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And who would have thought Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home, underdogs to the Dallas Cowboys. Man, I don't know if I trust the Cowboys in this spot. Should be a great set of NFL games this weekend. Looking forward to the Giants picking up a victory this weekend. Diehard Giants fan. Been a great season. Don't think I can throw the drinks on the Giants. I'm looking forward to seeing the Giants beat the Minnesota Vikings this weekend. Fired up to see the rest of the games. Definitely jinxed myself. I came on last pod about a week ago. It's battling an illness for... About a week now, I've been away from the podcast. Definitely couldn't pod for a few days without how sick I was. And uh, so definitely jinxed myself with that. Don't believe I had COVID, but who knows nowadays with what's going on with COVID and all these other triduplex illnesses that I'm hearing, tried all this crazy illness stuff that's going around, people sick, all kinds of stuff, all all kinds of illness and sadness and and all that when it comes to people getting sick and struggling with any type of health issue. Uh, It's just tragic to see all that stuff. Uh, Obviously with what happened with DeMar Hamlin and now seeing his recovery, his miraculous recovery. I got some comments obviously on that and plenty to touch on and plenty of other areas in the sports world as there's a bunch of stuff going on obviously. And looking forward to doing that today with my friend Rich, who's about to stop by here in about 15 minutes or so. And we'll try and get in a good show here today. Appreciate all love and support for the podcast. As always, you know what it is, Seggy Station. You can check us out on my Twitch stream. It's underscore Seggy underscore G. And still got some posts up on my Instagram page. Still got a Twitter at Seggy Station, but a lot of wild stuff going on on social media uh talked about a little bit on my solo pod last time probably touch on maybe some of that today but i doubt it rich isn't much of a social media guy as well he's more doing what i'm doing when it's just probably like a lot of people which is just um watching what's happening on the internet rather than being a part of it but there's some wild stuff going on out there and it's freaking crazy and scary and just nuts all at the same time um i'm gonna queue up rich here we'll get started with the pod and catch up a bit enjoy the show been busy man busy usually uh usually a little easier to hop on here start of the year is always a little bit busier with work but doing well how about you yeah i feel like A lot of people, same way, just busy, you know? People have just been busy. It's a good way to put it. But, yeah, same thing. I mean, hanging in there, man. 
just busy. I uh, got in a solo last week. I was sick for basically a week, so I'm finally feeling better now, which I never Shit, get. I, I actually uh, I saw that. I meant to listen to that, and I saw your Instagram post, and I forgot to listen on Spotify. How was that? Oh, I was straight. Yeah, it was good. I mean, fucking, I feel like it's better, like I always tell you, when people are around, I'm not doing it by myself, but it was straight, straight doing it and getting in and talking about some stuff and uh there's a lot to get to in sports man a lot to talk about i haven't been freaking on here with you in a minute so i got a lot to bring up today so i'm gonna try and keep it moving and hopefully we have a good chat i got five things to bring up non-sports related basically and i'll make them quick here's my first i gotta get a bunch of stuff off my chest and i think you're the most interesting guy bring on my pod to be able to do this with bro i've been thinking so much weird stuff recently right Here's one of the main things I've been thinking. I've been uh, listening to strictly, strictly radio, talk radio. I don't listen to music anymore. Okay. I have this weird thing going on with music, right? <laughs> nah, listen, because I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. I got the timer going so we can keep it moving. But it's like, to me, when I'm thinking about music, I'm like, it's just such a weird concept to me, bro. Like, I heard LeBron say he listens to Beethoven, like. That's just like a joke, but like realistically, like that's basically my main point. Think about how we listen to music that's been around forever. Like we basically, we listen to stuff and we like already know the words and like, we're just listening to it. We already know the, everything that's going to happen in it that we just, I'm like, what? Like, why am I doing this all the time? Like I can just listen to like these guys talking about sports that, that, uh, you know, some of these conversations that I want to be talking about on my pod and it's got me feeling so much better. Not only about my pod, but also down in a way because I really wish I was doing freaking sports radio or talk radio because I love that shit, dude. That's something that'll never die, bro. You got people calling into that stuff all the time. Like it's it's pretty incredible. It's like a way different vibe, obviously, than music. But I literally just ask you, minus my crazy take on how I'm feeling about music right now, like what new good music is there? Like when I'm trying to think of like new good music, what is that? When I think of music, bro. I think of like Kanye West and think about what's going on with Kanye West right now. Seriously, isn't that just weird? Isn't that just fucking weird to think about? Like we listen to shit that's like 10, 20 years old. Going back now, like 105.9. It's like 50 years old, bro. And we can, I could throw that on and listen to it all day. But it's just like, it's just a weird thing to me. I don't know. That's just where I'm at with music. Any thought on that? Or am I just losing my mind? Because I feel like I am some days. Uh, no, it's all... I mean, like, the whole point of music is, like, it's, everyone has different taste, everyone's into different stuff, so, like, I don't think it's crazy to be, like, you're basically just trying to listen to stuff to, like, pass your time, keep you entertained. I do the same thing. I listen to way more podcasts now than I do music, so, like, I don't think that's crazy at all, but most people listen to old music as, like, a how does it make you feel kind of thing like not for like new words or like to hear something new but like i don't know whether it's get you in zone for a workout make you relax afterwards something like that it's like i don't don't know i don't i don't necessarily agree but i also don't think it's crazy because it's like it's i kind of do the same thing to some extent definitely still listen to a good amount of music but i listen to more podcasts and like sports stuff than i do music yeah, it's like even going to the I i don't think it's crazy even going to the gym and like listening to like a certain playlist like you always listen to the same playlist like that. I don't know. That's just weird to me. Like you could, and like 
you're right with like the different genre of music. Like you only going to listen to certain genre of music while you're working out. Right. I mean, you ain't listen. I guess that's just like, what's even funnier about LeBron saying he listened to Beethoven and shit while he's working out and stuff. Like what? He's funny as fuck. Can't wait to talk about I, LeBron. I, I kind of, I, I remember having this argument with Duke when I was saying something was like a good workout song. It's like, how is that a workout song? It's not a workout song at all. And I was like, well, I guess it's not like they're not screaming at you if that's what you're saying, but like it's good beat, like it's like you know, like it's a song I like. So it's I don't know, everyone their own things. Like I get the LeBron thing sounded a little weird, but I don't think he's joking. Like I think people like genuinely listen to that stuff to like get in the zone. Like I, I wouldn't be my thing, but like I don't I don't know if you're trying to like do. I feel like a lot of athletes like kind of I don't know if meditates the word, but try and like get in their own zone before the game, and it's not necessarily like a pumped up like let's run through a wall it's more of like getting the mind right like focusing things so i, I kind of get that yeah and i guess my my last thing i say before i move on to the next the timer's not going to go off so i'm resetting it but it's you told me not to listen to as much espn and watch as much espn i don't i got something to bring up about that but i think the listening the radio and talk radio in particular i hear some really cool stuff on the radio listening to like tiki barbara on the radio and like just like random stuff the only thing i do hate about it is the fact that they only talk about like new york sports so it's jets giants knicks nets and anything else new york related like at least what i like about the shit on tv is they're talking about all or at least about not just new york uh sports but i do like my new york giants of course Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, second thing, Rich. This, this, I, this, I've just been like, Mike, dude. This is even almost weirder than my whole music thing. So, I'm talking strictly ads here. I'm talking ads. 2023, we're in now, Rich. You're getting married this year. I cannot wait for that. Great for you, Rich. 2023, gonna be a good year. Isn't it just weird? We're getting old. Ads, Rich. How weird are ads in 2023? And I'm also just talking. Because I, I do the sports gambling. You know how I feel about it. I just think it's so funny to me how they're always advertising gambling. A lot of the sports radio I listen to, a lot of the stuff I see on TV, the or the games I'm watching on TV, I'm sorry, advertising FanDuel, DraftKings, all the guys picking games, advertising all the odds, all the stuff you can watch on it. It's just so much advertising of gambling. And then like when you see a lot of the ads that aren't gambling now, now they're just so freaking weird. It's like you better get it, dude, or it might be gone. Like I'm like I'm I'm like what is going on, bro? Like this is just so weird to me. Like I don't understand how when they're doing all this and they're like, "Yo, if you have a gambling problem, like call this number." Like, yo, if, there's a lot of people with a gambling problem. You should probably just chill out with the ads. This is how I feel about gambling. Just how I feel about drinking or smoking cigarettes. People are still doing that shit too. If you're going to do that shit, you don't need ads, bro. You don't need ads. You and me are going to bet on a game if we want to bet on a game. Minus if we see or hear an ad during today's throughout the day. So it's like, I'm like, why are we getting flooded with all these weird fucking gambling ads? Just because, uh, just because gambling's now legal in only 18 states out of 50. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. You can't even do it in over half the states in this country. And you and all I hear nonstop is gambling ads. Are they playing it in the states where you can't do it? 
It's kind of a fucking joke to me, dude. I don't know. Ads in 2023 are no. getting mad fucking weird. No, it, it is. So Go ahead. I don't. I don't really see the issue with that one because that's like that. That's more state by state, so I don't see the issue there. Like they're only playing it in the states where it's there, and I think for those ads, it's less to get you to gamble that day and more that it hasn't been a legalized thing so even though it's very prominent in the world we're in like we follow a lot of sports i follow a lot of sports betting stuff i'd imagine over 90 percent of the legal states people in them haven't placed a bet yet so like for the companies like there's this huge untapped audience of people like not that have the app and occasionally place bets but that have never downloaded the app have never placed bets that's why they do all these you'll see like Click this link, make your first bet, win two hundred dollars in free in free cash to make bets with. Like they're just trying to get people on the site, like give you like free two hundred dollars, being like you're gonna you're gonna blow through that two hundred dollars. We don't care. <laughs> you're taking. Um so I, I mean I get it. It's a business like anything else. Um I don't know. I, I don't I don't feel that that same way about it because with gambling it's like I don't know. It, it's your own money. If you're bet, you're like, yes, you can become addicted to it like anything else. But if you're betting money you don't have, well, then don't don't be blaming the sport. I'm not saying you specifically. I know this isn't you. I'm saying like, don't be blaming like the sports books for advertising it. Like, what do you buy every single thing you see online? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just think it's funny because like I don't see like. I don't see cigarette ads and I don't see really that many ads for beer and vodka and shit like mad, like where they're like, get it, dude, get it. Like, it's just more like, like, I don't know. Like you're going to buy this shit. If you're going to buy it, dude, you're going to gamble. If you're going to gamble, like why do I have to see nonstop ads? And, and furthermore, furthermore on the gambling, what's the, what's the mega billion at like one point something billion. Like, if you go spend whatever money on those tickets and aren't winning, like, is that any more of a problem than betting on a sports game? Like, I don't understand. It's like, it's all the same I shit. Think, I don't think. I don't know. Nothing's a problem as long as you're. Nothing's a problem as long as you're doing it for enjoyment. Like the second you start telling yourself that you're betting for like, to gain your income to make money, like okay, you, sh- you should probably stop because no, you're not. Like 0.05% of people like make a income on betting. Like that's not how it w- works. Even people that go positive, even if you say like, you know, 20% of people in a year positive on gambling, like they're not positive by a bunch. They're not like doing it as like a revenue generating thing. Like there are very few people who are perfect. Like there are, but there are very few people who are professional gamblers and make like a living off of it. So like, yeah. I like to think uh, of myself my as one. As long, as long as you can look yourself in the eyes and be like, this is entertainment. Like, when anyone starts texting me, like, yo, like, this bet's a lock. I'm like, no, it's, no, it's not. And that's also not why I'm betting. I'm not betting to be like, yo, tonight I'm going to double my money. Like, yeah, hope, hopefully. But, like, uh, I'm. that's how I start having not having fun with it real quick. And every day I'm like, all right, I have to hit this amount. For like, I'm just trying to have fun. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's a scary place. It's a scary place for a lot of people out there and they're pushing it like it's like everybody start doing it. And then when you got degenerate gamblers out there and people with fucking problems and shit, you know, whatever. Don't don't say you listen to my uh, podcast and I said chill out with the ads on it. Uh, Let me keep it moving, Rich. Uh, All right. So I got my hair cut last week before I got sick talking to my barber. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, I don't no no. I still got my mullet. I just I got my trim up and whatever. My mullet's yeah. still here. Don't worry about it. 
And, uh, yeah, so I love my barber to death, dude. He's down. You know, he reminds me. It reminds me of, like, when we were, I was telling about NBA Top Shot and cryptocurrency. And I don't know what's going on with all that bullshit, but I thought that was going to be a thing. I haven't checked that out in what seems to be years now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know how much you know about this, Rich, but I'm just literally going to drop it because he was explaining it. And I saw a video, and then he sent me a video on the news, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But he's trying to explain to me how, like, uh, you know, cash is going to just go away. Cash is going to go away. Right? And there was this whole freaking thing. And I'm like, I'm try- I'm like, bro, I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he's trying to explain this, explain that. And I-, I don't disagree with him where it's like, bro, what is a dollar getting to you nowadays? Like, all right, yeah, the value of the dollar ain't much, bro. Like, yeah, I don't disagree with you on that. Like, all you can get is Arizona's. I buy a lot of them, but that's all you can get with a dollar. Like, you need multiple dollars to do anything. Like, yes, I agree on that sense. But I don't see I don't see the form of money, which, by the way, is fiat currency. He's trying to explain to me. I, I, I figured you would know what it is before me. But when I'm sitting there, he's like, bro, we, they don't even tell us this in school. It's like, I'm sitting back. I'm like, what? He's showing me all these videos, whatever. I saw a video of it on the news. I'm watching it. I'm sitting back and I'm like, bro... He's telling me I need to invest in silver and gold. He's telling me that literally money is going to be gone at some point. And I'm I'm like, bro, I am not mentally stable enough for this shit. And also, you need to fucking realize that that's probably not going to happen. So don't go and take all your money and fucking invest it in silver and gold. Because you're going to be fucking homeless. But it's just crazy, dude. So much shit out there. So much shit happening. And furthermore from how I felt about him telling me that... I add to this conversation how much it costs to fucking literally w- do anything right now. Like, obviously, everyone's talking about it. Like, it's it's just crazy, bro. It's out of control crazy. And then it's not even just... You don't even worry about gas right now. That's not even a thing, bro. People still complain about that or a problem. You got fucking lettuce that's like $9 a head. It's just crazy. <laughs> but when you think about it like that, I'm like, bro... I got a dude last night complaining about how much it costs for internet and TV to literally see and hear all the shit that we talk about or watch or all this crazy stuff we see. It is actually wild to me because I did the math myself. I pay $2,400 a year to have internet and fucking TV. Like I'm just a single dude or a fucking solo dude paying for that. Like when you fucking add that up, that's how, I'm like, how do they pay these dudes? That's how Skip Bayless is making $10 million a year. And that's how they pay these guys all this money. No, seriously, bro. Because I'm thinking, how are they paying all these dudes big-ass contracts like that on TV? It doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. But it's these fucking TV deals. And they're about to have another huge one with the NFL. And, and it's just, it's just fucking crazy, dude. It's crazy what's going on with money when you really think about it. It really is. It really is fucking crazy started this podcast i remember one of our big conversations because where it was, it was the start of covid so one of the big conversations we had was like is the nba going to come back or are they going to call the season like how are they going to come back there's no way they're going to have time before the next season i kept saying like i don't know how they do it i don't have the answer but i can promise you they're going to come back and they're going to play at least eight games because that's what they have to do to get their tv deal money and that's what all the teams needed for everyone to get paid out and what did they do they came back, they did exactly eight games in the bubble, and then they did the playoffs. So like, yeah, the TV deals are what players are getting paid off of, owners are making a bunch of their money off of, and like, 
yeah, it, it's it's enormous. Yeah. So when I think about, it, I'm like, there's just too much money. There's too much money. And that's what he's trying to explain to me. They printed so much so that they're trying to destroy it. Yeah, and I like, there's this whole freaking conspiracy uh, theory about a bunch of shit, bro. I mean, there's yeah. some crazy shit out there. <laughs> I usually, I feel like a good, I don't know if this is across the board, but a good frame of reference is if someone's, I don't know the guy, I don't know much about what he's saying, so he could be semi-right, but like, if someone's telling you something they're saying is right, but they just keep showing you videos about why it's right and not like articles and stuff like that. It's really easy to make a video and make yourself sound yeah. like you're saying something. No shit. Bunch of That's why I told him. I'm like, bro, everything you see on TikTok ain't real. Like, as they're trying to ban it. That's another thing that's so weird to me. It's trying to about, ban like TikTok and like people are like all down with it. It's fucking weird. I don't. I, I know nothing about that, but I would just say, like, the value, I, I don't know shit about this, but the value of the dollar definitely isn't what it used to be. Like, yes, a dollar does not get you what it used to. That's what happens in time. Like, if you look at what our parents paid for gas versus what our grandparents paid for gas, like, yeah, like, inflation is a very real thing, but, and cash is less needed with credit cards and everything. But also, everyone said a few years ago, like, when Bitcoin and everything was blowing up, like, oh, this is going to take away banks, this is going to take away cash, and, like, Hey, maybe it does in 25 years, but it's looking like it's in a worse spot than it was in two years ago and three years ago kind of stuff. So, like, uh, it would take <laughs> something pretty substantial in a long time to just take away cash. Like, I don't even think it would be – if it was in our lifetime, I think we'd be pretty old. Like, I think people talk about this stuff. Like, it's a dude, get ready. Like, next year, look what's coming. Like, no, yeah, no, that's, that's not what's going to happen. Well, yeah, no, that's what I was trying to explain to him. And I think we finally got to the same page on that. But, like, he also makes a good point where it's like – he's like, everyone's just living like, uh, you know, they got blinders on and shit, you know, just, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dude, I get that. Like that happens in a way too. And a lot of time yeah, goes my, by and shit changes, my rebuttal would be, but like, I don't think my rebuttal would be, you want me to sit around worrying the whole, not you. I'm saying like my rebuttal to that would be like, what am I going to do? Sit around worrying about like the value of our dollar and where the economy is going to be in 10 years. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do about that? I'm just going to, we're here for like what, eighty years, ninety years, hundred years. If you live a long life, like that's some bullshit. I'm not gonna worry about. Like I'm just gonna try. Yeah, dude, you're lucky life. at that you point if you like, make it that you long. Could, you could say like that, that's the problem. So many people just willing to ignore it. It's like, look, man, then run run for public office, get involved in politics or something. Like, there's no point in like. <laughs> I don't mean to rag. I don't mean to rag on this guy, but like, if you're cutting hair, there's no point in like even to me. Like, if I'm doing sales for some random company, there's no point in me being like. Uh, upset about the value of our i don't know like yeah. that's the way i see it everyone has their own opinion but i'm not gonna waste my time being upset about shit that i will never change yeah i hear you dude all right a couple more thoughts and we'll rip through the sports before we get out of here uh so i love the when you were like yo yeah we talked about this way back when you we started up the pod and like you i've told you this plenty of times like i think that's one of the cooler things about doing this is just talking about something and then i don't know over a year later it either starts happening or meticulates or maybe it never happens and we are completely fucking wrong and dumb but we wasted some time talking about it but it was at least fun uh point of the story is i was always bitching about the gambling and now we're fucking able to bet on sports that's been a thing for like over a year now and it's like wow all right that's pretty cool i'm sure you saw this that now they opened up the the weed stores in CT uh, this week, bro. And yeah, 
There's you one, know, uh, there's I, one right down the street from me. Yeah, there's one in Brantford. I don't know. I've I've been to any of them yet because I was go. I was up in Mass going to them and you know whatever. But you know, it's I heard something on this dude. And it's just funny. This is just funny to me because when I lived in South Carolina, dude, I literally got a simple possession marijuana ticket for being in a passenger in somebody's car, and there was uh weed crumbs on the floor mat. I'm dead ass. That actually happened. And I'm I'm almost certain that if you're in South Carolina right now and get caught with a dime bag, they will literally take you to jail. Like that is literally a thing still. Like I just sit back and and see people now like coming in like they're so fucking cool. They've been to the weed store and they're like able to smoke a pre-roll joint or some pre-rolls or eat some gummies and shit. I'm like, what, bro? I like I've been doing that. I'm not trying to sound all fucking cool and shit, but it's just like. It's just weird now. I knew this shit was gonna happen. People were just gonna, people were just gonna act like, oh look, cool, like everything's so cool and it's fine. And it's like, and I'm like, yeah, no shit. It should have kind of always been, but like, there's still people like getting in trouble for this shit. There's still people that like served legitimate time for this shit, and, and it's just, it's just strange to me, yeah. dude. It really is. It's just a strange thing to now see, you know. Uh, the weed stores being open, like even when I went to the uh, the Knicks game last month, they they got it open there. You just walk right up in that shit. I mean, it's just it's for it to be that easy and pretty much now I don't even know how many states. It's definitely more than they allow gambling. I just don't understand how you're still fucking uh you know arresting people for this shit, and and it's it's just. People acting like it's oh, you're still gonna have people that are all upset about it. But when you see the money it makes, and when people, you know, I think people bring up good points about, like, oh, well, what happens if you, uh, you know, had to take a drug test, um, you know, and you can you have to take a drug test now? Is that gonna still be in it? You think not, right? I mean, do they drug test for alcohol? You can drink alcohol when you're not at work, like. Can you go home and smoke a joint and come back to work the next day if your place doesn't allow it? Like, I don't know. It is, they make good points. Like, you're probably going to have to change a lot of things and, and to the fact that still people are getting in trouble for this shit. So, like, I don't know. It's just, like, a bunch of too many fine lines where, yeah, everyone's oh, like, my point is they just crack this shit and everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's cool. And it's like, well, no, you can't. You still can't just, like, fucking drive around and smoke it and shit. Like, they're still, like, fucking... Like, I don't know. People, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just uh, weird. I just, I just looked it up because I was curious, so I just looked it up. And apparently in, I only looked at New York specifically, but in New York, you cannot drug test for marijuana unless you're permitted to do the, so by the labor law section. So that's probably like to be in a, to be a judge, to be a, maybe a police officer, like stuff like that. But like, it sounds like your basic, like, not that Indeed drug tested me, but like if Indeed drug tested, like they couldn't anymore for marijuana they don't but um so yeah i don't have i mean i don't have too much on this one really like i think the majority of people which is a good thing like obviously we haven't been following the law on this because we viewed it as kind of stupid but the majority of people with most things will follow the law so when the law says don't do it they won't do it when the law says you could do it maybe some of them end up doing it now so like I get it. Uh, new one opened down the street from me. Haven't seen it yet. Probably going to try and check it out this weekend. I know some people have been there. Check but it out. Yeah, it's interesting. I think some state. I mean, like, 
I'd venture to guess some states like 20 years from now still won't have it legal. I, I think there's just some Southern states that probably won't do that. I mean, like states can have their own laws. Like I'm sure you've seen the, I haven't looked it up lately. I could probably Google it in two seconds, like dumbest state laws and there's stuff like you can't cross the street with an alligator on your left side. It must be on your right side. Yeah. Some kind of bullshit. Like, yeah. And just some wild ass laws. Yeah. One more quick point. Like, yeah, we'll go check out the stores and stuff, but like it's way more expensive than you can get it from your homeboy. So like, at the end of the day, bro, there's always going to be getting it from your homeboy because when you go and you pick up the shit you can get from your homeboy at the store, it's A, more expensive, and then they're adding tax on top of it. So in my opinion, you're basically p- yeah. paying like double what you actually could. Like not everyone's going to be doing that all the time. So as much as they're going to make money off us, quote unquote, stoners, like damn, bro, we're going to we're gonna not be up in that joint all the time, or at least I don't make enough money to do that. Like fuck. Here's um. Real quick, just because I've said it, here's the an article listing the dumbest laws in Connecticut. Connecticut prohibits people from playing Scrabble while waiting for a politician to speak. Um, balloons with advertising on them are illegal in Hartford, Connecticut. And one says it's against the law to eat in your car while driving. I feel like that's a thing everywhere, but not a thing anyone cares about. But yeah, I don't know wow that's actually some great content really good content you're bringing to the podcast today actually i am super (laughs) proud of you um all right i got uh less than two minutes to get you my last thing and then we'll talk all my nba hoops and maybe a little nfl playoffs and be out which is last thing last thing what washington the state washington not washington dc but washington on the west coast has a rule like an actual law that it is illegal to kill Bigfoot if you see him. Yeah. Well, I've definitely heard that one before. Yeah, don't kill him. I saw a video of a dude see a giant on top of a mountain. You see that? Do, do what? Say it again? You didn't see the video of the giant on top of a mountain? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, see? It's just it's Not all about what you see and hear nowadays to me, bro. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty incredible shit. I, I think I saw what he was seeing too, but I don't know what the fuck he saw. Um, anyways, my last point real quick, social media, I was trying to talk about this the other day. Like it's, it's just a weird thing to me now where like, you're going to get, you're going to get more likes if you post something tragic. Like that's literally, we let, we start liking shit that happens. that's tragic. It's just weird. And it wasn't wasn't even on top of like what happened with Demar Hamlin and God, he's made a unreal recovery. Like good for that dude. Um, this is probably a controversial question, but like, it's just like something where I'm like, I don't know. Is it controversial? Can you be happy that the dude's okay? And, and also not believe that God had something to do with him being okay. Like, I don't know. It's just very weird. Everything's like all weird to me on the internet. That's not, that's not, that's not controversial at all. I don't think. It's it's just yeah, like, like I don't know. I was trying to talk with this about my girlfriend or talk to my girlfriend about this the other day, and it was just like, it's just like, I don't know. It's just like hard. It's like hard for me because of what I went through too. But like, I guess taking that, trying to take that I, completely out of it, trying to take that completely out of it, and my belief, and not trying to get all religious and shit. It's just like, it's just weird when dudes are when. Even, like, seeing DeMar now, like, being like, oh, like, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just all very weird to me. Okay. I got, I, 
there's so much stuff going on. Like, no disrespect to the Demar Hamlin thing. There's no way we're having a religion conversation because I'm not going into that. But I'll just <laughs> say this: like, you can uh, you can believe it either way, but you also can't deny that like the paramedics li- or the medical staff literally saved his life. Yeah, they absolutely. They're giving him yeah, literally like bringing him back. Hundred percent, dude. So, absolutely. You can. The fact, the fact of the matter is that saved his life. Yeah. If you want to take that a step further based on your beliefs and say that, like, God was looking at Correct. him and could have died. Sure. Absolutely. Like, Correct. Yes. Yeah. So my point is, my point is, it's like, it's a belief. And, it, and it's all, that, like, when you say the word belief, regardless if you're talking religion or not, like, whatever you believe in, right? It doesn't have to be anything religious. Like, oh, I believe in this. Like, it's all about, it's all a personal thing, an individuality thing. And that's why when people want to be like, oh, like this and that, it's like, no, dude, this is why where we're at. Cause there's just so many people that out there and they're all going to feel and, and believe certain things. And I've been trying to say this and it's just, it's just really how I've been feeling about social media, dude. Cause like, even like somebody like you, like, I don't see you post like you post way more than me on your, on your Instagram and shit, but like, just in like. Not even really. Like, you don't really post. Like, you don't post. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have it just like everyone else, really. Like, which is so we can look at all this shit that's going on. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's just strange to me, dude. Like, I don't know. It's just very weird. And if you don't have it, you're even weirder. Like, no, I don't know. It's just all fucking dumb. All right. That's my. I don't think any of that is. Whatever. I just have a bunch of fucking issues. I think I'm losing my mind, but let's get to some sports. Um,. All right, let's uh let's talk some hoops, dude. Um, I'm curious because uh what we have right now is <clears throat> already halfway through the NBA season. I mean, I know we haven't been potting much, but damn, it's been it's going by really fast. Already voting for All Star selections and getting closer to that time where they get a little bit of a break and starting to see some of these standings meticulate somewhat with all the bunch ups and whatnot and got plenty of big games down the stretch here with halfway to go um injuries playing a big factor as always obviously in all the sports but i think particularly in the nba really um we're seeing that over the past couple seasons and really just shakes things up not only come playoff time but during the regular season where you it's tough to make runs if you're missing your key guys for long stretches of time um so those are just a couple of hours sorry observations i have from just watching all these games that are just ripping on by and we're halfway through the season but i'm also seeing some things kind of coming in on the forefront in terms of like things that are being talked about in the nba uh thus far this season i'm curious to get your take on it uh Last week, I guess it was basically. I mean, I know I saw Giannis had seven points the other night, which I was like, Jesus Christ! But like the week before, he had fifty-five, career high, um, and it was the fourth game of fifty-plus points in literally five days in the NBA. Uh, scoring is through the roof. I saw that there's been eighty-eight forty-plus point games, twenty-three more than any other season uh, already in this NBA season. Um, and a lot of people are trying to ask, I want your- a lot of people are trying to ask, why is this happening and what's going on? And I literally, I know exactly why it's happening, but a lot of people are trying to say, oh, the take file and this and that. 
bro, you know what? I talked about this in my solo. I talked a little about, I try to, I forget all the shit that I talk about because I have so much shit going on. But I, t- I mentioned this in my solo for a fact. The defense in the NBA right now is fucking atrocious, dude. It really is. And I love the NBA. Don't get me wrong. Um, I watch it every night and it is, I'm not going to stop watching it just because the defense is, is the way it is because, but I would sit back and tell you, man, it's, it's a different type of basketball. It really is because to let up, I saw, you know, like we haven't been on here in a minute, bro. The thunder dropped 150 on the Celtics. The thunder dropped 150 on the Celtics. Um, I mean, there's games every night, bro, where regardless about the offensive explosion, I see games every night where even last night, how the Lakers aren't falling in that situation. Like these, some of these situations I see end a game in the NBA are fucking, it is ridiculous, dude. Like I'm watching some of this and I'm like, what do they just not want to try and win the game? Like, because it, it, that's the only thing you're doing. You don't want to turn it into a free throw contest. It's not as fun for the fans. Like, no, I'm trying to win the game. Like, it's gotten a little bit whack no. to me. It's gotten a little bit whack to me. Um, but I would strictly say I, it's the defense that's being paid and that it's the defense that can't be played because of how the game is called. And that's what I talked about a little bit in my podcast uh, on my solo the other day, which is like, I don't know what you expect these guys to be able to do on defense because I saw Trill Brown Jr. getting raked across the arm last night at a three and they're not calling that but but what do you expect these guys to do in the open floor on some of these guys you can't guard them without getting foul calls so they end up just getting either easier shots easier layups transition um it's it's a different type of game dude so you know when i think of basketball dude and i love basketball and i haven't played in a long time but when i think of basketball bro i think of offense and defense like it's a two-way sport like it it's it ain't no like oh like let's stand there and let them score and and also try and just score more okay, like well, try and well, score more like that's really what it that's really what it comes down to right oh we're trying to score more than the other team why don't we try and stop the other team from scoring too like I don't know it's just that's what I've kind of gotten to with some of the shit going on in the NBA just because of what oh they're trying to make it this or it's offensive league or all this okay. nah it's just it's gotten a little weird it really has. I, I agree with some of it, but I think it's easy to look at it, and I feel like that's why so many people say it, just be like, oh, the defense is good. And I feel like that's annoying or ignoring a lot of different aspects to it. One of them I do agree with you on is I think the game is a little bit too much foul calls and a little bit too sensitive. Obviously, there are going to be some missed calls, too. There are a lot of foul calls. There are a lot of free throws. Like, what, Jimmy Butler had, like, some absurd amount of free throws. Yeah. Thunder the other night, like thirty points off free throws or something like that. Like that's yeah, absolute terrible beat. Calls, but I don't, I don't think that's really the main thing. Like I don't even think it's bad defense a lot of the time. Like the problem, I think the main reason for the scoring is one, three point shots are taken at a way higher rate than ever before, and one, the pace of play is faster than ever before. So like I saw something the other day that was basically like the Phoenix Suns, the seven seconds or less offense with Antonio, Steve Nash, like fastest offense ever would rank like 23rd in the NBA in pace right now. They'd be the seventh, like slowest team in the NBA. So the game has just gotten so much quicker in terms of pace of play, which makes it harder to play defense. If you're playing in transition, you're taking threes in transition, transition more frequently. I do think there are certain nights where I watch and I'll be like, Oh, this team literally isn't trying tonight. Like they're 
there are games where I watch where I'm like, okay, the team doesn't give a shit tonight, apparently. Um, so, like, that, that does happen, too. But I think the bigger thing is the pace of play and three-point variance, right? Like, years ago, it was harder. If Years ago, I'd imagine whoever the worst team in the league was in, like, the 60s, 70s each year, I doubt they had a single win of over 30 points on any team. And the Thunder beat the Celtics by, like, 33 the other night. Not that the Thunder are the worst team in the league, but they're one of the teams that we expect to be in the draft lottery and not in the playoffs, especially without Chet healthy right now. So the fact that they're able to beat the Celtics, to me, is mainly due to, like, three-point variance for the most part. Like, I'm, I just pulled up the numbers because I figured they made a lot more threes than the Celtics in that game. Not even as many more as I thought, but they went 20 of 40 from three. That's 60 points from three, 50% from the line. That's absurd. Hold on a second, because you're just absolutely... Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Celtics went 12 of of 40. So in that game, the better teams shot 30% from three, and the worst team shot 50% from three. So I think that's kind of the three-point variance today. Like, back in the day, teams weren't taking 43s in a game. Like, that just wasn't happening. But if you take 43s... It gives you the chance, even if you're not the best three-point shooting team, if you're hot one night, you can beat some better teams because you're scoring, you know, three points every time they're scoring two points on all. All right, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think it's a lot. Of sure, taking more threes for sure. That could be part of the uptick in in individual scoring and team scoring. Um, but I think there's a lot of things that are contributing to this type of NBA we're watching now. It's not just, oh, this is the one thing that has the game going the way it's going right now. No, there's it's a completely different game than we've been growing up watching and we didn't get to watch, right? It's It's been around for over 75 years. So, like, to act like it's the same game, it would just be crazy. Um, the, one thing, the one thing that annoys me about it, and it's not even at all what you were saying, but when people say no defense, it's like I feel like it gets talked about it does get talked about like the 90s and 80s like every play guys were just getting like murdered out there and like you can find clips of stuff happening on the court that like could not happen today or you'd be ejected for a while but there's also plenty of clips of guys just like playing the worst defense ever like they played today so like athletes and I, another part of it to me is like the average nba player is absolutely better today than the average nba player was 20 years ago, even Absolutely. 10 years ago. Like yep. We had guys in the league. Athletes better. Yep, league talked about that. Trying, yep. to think of the perfect, trying to think of the perfect example, but like we had guys in the league till like they're 38, 37 that like wouldn't even get playing time when they were 34, like right now, because you have all these young guys coming up, the league values, like being able to switch on defense, being able to move quickly, athleticism, like guarding on the perimeter, being able to shoot. So like the league is just very, very different than it was years ago today yeah and the athlete yeah like you talked about is it's substantially stronger faster more talented um, oh yeah just sorry sorry the average yeah absolutely couldn't agree more with you in that sense talked about that a little bit as well average but just real quick just real quick hold on i just want to i just want to tell you real quick because you've been shitting on the thunder that game against the heat by the way uh franchise franchise record and free throws made by the heat 40 of 40 on the game 40 of 40 on the game. Jimmy Butler had 23 free throws on the game. After the night before, uh, got a late call that he should have not or should have got, didn't get, and didn't complain or nothing. And now there's a whole conspiracy theory. That's why he got so many calls. It's just weird. Can we just get the calls right? Did you see that uh, call last night, Troy Brown Jr., the call I'm talking about? I mean, it's some of this stuff is ridiculous, dude. No, I, we brought this up. You need to look it up right now and tell me. 
Tell me that it's not a foul because it's just it's just crazy to me. No consistency. No consistency. You, I've seen that call every night in the NBA. So it just don't make any sense to me. It don't matter where we're at in the game. Let's get the call right. We've always talked about it. It's football, basketball, no matter. You're watching sports, that's what we root for. But to me, they're still not doing that. That's why you're going to have robot umps soon. Oh, they will in AAA. That's also been reported. Um, yeah, so I don't know, man. It's it's just when I'm looking at it, it's the game. The game right now is being called in a sense where you can't you can't even expect to play any type of defense really because some of the fouls they're calling and not on a consistent basis. That is so. I mean, some stuff you're gonna allow and not. Like I don't, I don't know. But I just know last night that was a clear foul and it impacts the win and loss in in a game. Um, whatever. Yeah, look, honestly, you're right. You're right. But as a Thunder fan, you'll you'll be glad in the long run that was a loss. Get your pick this year. You guys are no. The see, are nice. the yeah, are nice. Thunder. What? Yeah, I was gonna say they just scraped the Sixers last night. Joel Embiid's get thirty and ten. They get. Burned by 25? Like, you know, Thunder, man. Thunder are a good team. We're making the play-in tournament. We'll be in the play-in tournament. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, we are. And you think the Lakers are going to be... I'm assuming you think the Lakers are going to be in two. The Lakers... Yeah, that's another interesting thing. That means you think two teams that aren't in... That means you think two teams that aren't in right now are going to get Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the Lakers. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the Lakers because we've talked about them way too much on the pod to not talk about them for a moment. Um, Yeah, so on top of the fact that, you know, LeBron James not only is the best player that we're probably ever going to see play basketball, but probably the best player to ever play basketball uh, ever. Um and, you know, we're watching him. He's going to break this record. He's got all these other records. I saw just a – some of these stats on LeBron James are just ridiculous, dude. He's going to have the most points in the NBA. He's got more steals than Allen Iverson. He's got more assists than Magic Johnson. He's – I mean, some of these stats on LeBron are just ridiculous, dude. This dude is incredible. And he's still playing at a really great rate, even though he had 24 last night and a loss uh, to Luke, who I think for, had 40. Um like it's nothing, uh. But Russell Westbrook, man, dude, Russell Westbrook, he, he is inc- he is incredible right now. Russell Westbrook right now has been playing incredible. If Anthony Davis was on the floor right now, you're trying to tell me the Lakers aren't a team that that can compete in, in the playoffs and have a chance to make a run in the playoffs? No, uh, you'd be lying to me because. Uh, they, they're uh, Russell Westbrook's playing incredible. You got LeBron James, and the way Anthony Davis was looking when he was on the floor, the Lakers were looking like a real suitor to be something, you know, this season. So yeah, I get it with with the health of Anthony Davis. I get it with all the criticism off of Russ last season. He ain't looking like the same dude. I don't know if it's what happened to him, honestly, but him coming off the bench has really changed him a bit, and. The team itself is just not as strong. We've talked about that. But if you have those three playing like they were playing when they were all there, when Anthony Davis was there, bro, they're winning some games. They're going to win plenty of games, five-game win streak, win some, you know, climb some in the standings like the Nets rattled off a 12-game win streak. And then all of a sudden now KD's out for a month and a half. Now they're going to fall all the way back down in the standings. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. Freak accident. The Nets, dude, 
They shouldn't deserve to have to slide down the standings in a freak accident. But that's what happens in sports. I've been burned in a freak accident. It happens. It, you know, we lose one of the best dudes on one of the best teams, and now you expect them to hold themselves in the standings? They're not. But the Nets were there. So the Nets, they rose all the way up, and the Lakers, they were rising up. And both those guys now are down. So, yeah, do I expect the Lakers to come back and, and be in the play-in at least? Yeah, absolutely, if Anthony Davis can get on the court. But if he can't, no, absolutely not. Because you're going to end up losing games like you did last night okay. when you know for a fact they would have won that game last night if Anthony Davis plays 10 minutes. Like, uh, it's just it's just tough, man. It's really I tough. Know. It's tough to be able to evaluate the Lakers when they don't have their whole team there. And it's been like that for the past two and a half seasons. It's literally been that. So, That's been one of my main gripes with Anthony Davis overall. Like, yeah, I don't I don't doubt that the Lakers are a good team with him on the court. I thought he was probably the defensive player of the year through the first half of the year. I thought it was probably the best basketball he'd ever played in his career, maybe minus the bubble with the Lakers. Um, the main problem is if those guys go down, and I don't disagree with you on anything on Russ. Russ has been a lot better this year. But if LeBron or Anthony Davis goes down, they're done. And you could say that for a lot of the top teams, but, like, you can stay afloat for a game or two. Like, if you're in the playoffs and you're the Lakers and you don't have Anthony Davis for that game, whoever you're playing, like, 90% chance you're losing that game. Because, like, the drop-off and, and hold on, the drop it's not a Russ thing, it's not a LeBron thing. The drop-off in NBA talent on that team is huge. Thomas Bryant's been kind of a revelation for them. He's been really good. Thomas Bryant's been incredible um, in it, with Anthony Davis being out. But the main reason this started is, like, not even – I mean, you said a lot of it, and I agree. I'm not even going to get into too much with the Lakers. It's just, like, the NBA is so deep right now to where, like, I a few years, like, 10 years ago, yeah, the Lakers might be, like, the sixth seed right now and, like, with their exact team and what the NBA was 10 years ago or something like that. But right now, I just look at the standings, and they're, I mean, they're technically in 13th, but they're basically tied with the Blazers and the Thunder, who are all Blazers 19 and 22, Thunder and Lakers 19 and 23. Those teams are 11, 12, and 13. And the only teams you could convince me are falling out of the play-in, or excuse me, are falling out of the playoffs, are probably the Jazz, which, like, I, I think the Jazz are going to fall out, honestly. And, like, maybe the Timberwolves with how bad things are going. Like, uh, the Suns have been terrible, but even them, I don't think they fall out with getting Booker back soon. The Clippers have been pretty disappointing. I don't think they fall out, but, like, I was mainly just saying, if you're thinking the Thunder, I definitely don't think the Thunder are going to get in. I'll put that at 0% chance, even though they've been impressive. But if you think the Thunder is going to get in, and you think the Lakers are also going to get in, that means they both have to be better than the Blazers. I think the Blazers are a better team than both of them. And that means they got to kick some, like, Timberwolves, Clippers, right. Suns-type teams out. So like, Yeah, I just think yeah let's get into that a little bit. Let's get into that a little bit. If you get, if you get Anthony Davis back, like, if Anthony... I don't think he's coming back for like a month plus, so that's my real concern. But if they got Anthony Davis back tomorrow, you could convince me they end the year as like a six seed and even avoid the play. And I'd be like, yeah, that's possible with how good he was playing. But like, we know he's not coming back tomorrow. And we also know like, even LeBron through most of his year has been pretty healthy. The last few years he's had injuries. Anthony Davis is always injury prone. Like, their number one thing they could probably count on right now is Russ going out there and giving them like, a 17 7 and 7 if they need him to which is great (laughs) which is great you know what all right dude yeah he had 28 fucking points last night (laughs) hey hold on couple thoughts couple thoughts couple thoughts the blazers are absolutely worse than the lakers and thunder yes um looking at 
looking at some of these. True. That's just not true. Looking at some of these other. I think the Thunder are better than the Blazers. Absolutely. The yeah. I think the Thunder are better SGA. than the Blazers. I think SGA should be in the All-Star game over Damian Lillard. Yes, absolutely. Even with Damian Lillard's 50-point games, I, think, I guess I nothing. SGA, I think SGA, you can e- pretty easily argue this year, has been the best player on either one of those teams. The problem is the Blazers would have the second-best player, the third-best player, the fourth-best player, the fifth-best player, and like the sixth-best player. And like Nurkic, Dame, Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant, Anthony Simons are all better than like Josh Giddy. I would probably say. like Josh Giddy's going to have a good future, I think. But like... The, the Blazers are a better team right now. I will bet you, even with like odds on it, like the minus one fifty odds, I will bet you that <laughs> that the Blazers finish with a better record than the Thunder. Yeah, let's I get on that. Yeah, realize, let's get on you, that. You realize you realize what the Thunder are gonna do. We've seen this for years. They're going to shut down SGA at some point. Like unless or if they don't shut down SGA, it's because they're gonna let him get all NBA and they're gonna shut down like Gideon Dort and literally everyone else. The Thunder do not want to win this year. If they got in the play and they get smoked in the first round and have a worse draft pick. Thunder want a good draft pick, get Holmgren back, and, like, I think next year is the year they actually start going for, like, winning games. But Thunder, I've told you for years, great up-and-coming team. And I think the uh, – not exactly what we were talking about, but I honestly think the Magic might be, like, most up, up and exciting, like, up-and-coming team in the league to me. I think you could tell me the Magic are, like, a six seed next year, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, checks out, I guess. Al is incredible. Franz Wagner is incredible. Like, Markel Fultz has been looking shockingly good. Like, for anyone that hasn't watched Magic's game, which is probably most people or looked at Magic box scores, like, check out just some of those box scores or, like, even, like, end-of-game recaps on NBA.com. Like, Markel Fultz has been really, really good. They got an interesting thing going on with, like, Wendell Carter. He's much better than he was on the Bulls. Bull Bull has been, you know, I don't think he's going to be, like, some, like, starting center for them like Wendell Carter's better Global's oh, been incredible Global's been incredible like they I think the Magic are like a really fun exciting team they're kind of doing like what the Raptors do a little bit of like now nah, we don't care too much about position we're just gonna throw like eight really long tall guys out there that can kind of do everything and yeah go for it but they have Apollo guy who I think is better in a year or two than anyone on the Raptors has the potential to be. I'm, ex- I'm excited about the Magic. I think they have a cool future. Yeah, like I mean. a real point guard away from being a problem. Yeah, I, I mean, you're. That might overstate that a little. You're probably on to something with the Magic. I think the Thunder are a little bit farther along and right there, just still waiting for Chet and maybe, you know, another draft or two, but they're right there. I think that they're going to be. Winning games yeah. like that, and and even in a bloated West, come next season, even um, because it's it's looking well, real if bright. They, if they uh, play their cards, if they play their cards right, the Magic and Thunder should both be like four years from now, like teams that are like top four seeds every year. Like with the rosters they have right now, like if they play it right, and especially the draft picks the Thunder have, like they four years from now should be teams that are contending to be in like the conference finals. Yeah, so just uh, a couple other quick things. Uh, uh, your Kings, which you came on blast with the Kings here on the podcast, I don't know, last trade deadline or so ago. Um, yep, yep, they yep. finished out their season not great, so your take was looking real good. Uh, they started out this season real great. Your take was looking not good. 
And I'm like, damn, are the Kings actually like gonna be like in the Western Conference looking like playoff bid? And I think they're like a four seed right now. I'm pretty sure the Kings are like a four seed right now. So I'm like, damn, bro. This is this is way too deep in the season to not have to ask Rich what is good with his take on the Kings, what he's thinking about the Kings. De'Aaron Fox has been incredible, and he's been my guy here on the pod for a minute. And I like Sabonis a lot, so I'm interested to see what you got to say about the Kings. Um, so first off, a lot of it, a lot of that was, I, I'd say I was wrong from the King's end, but a lot of that was about the trade itself. And I stand by it and that like, you do not trade Tyrese Halliburton, who has been incredible. Like, yep. it's not like make it seem like that's mainly where I was coming from. Tyrese Halliburton, like this has been, the Indiana Pacers are not sitting there like, oh my God, what did we do? They're sitting there like, hell yeah. And the Kings are sitting there like, hell yeah. So like, I'll give them both a win-win, which makes me wrong on what I said. But I still stand by that like, you do not trade, what's the bonus? Like 28, 29. This is the last year of his contract. I don't think he's going to leave with how well it's going, but he could theoretically walk away at this summer and go to any other team he wants. As he's an unrestricted free agent this year. So like, if we were if we're here this summer and some bonus is like, signed by the Spurs or something, then, like, you can't convince me this wasn't the biggest loss in the entire world for the Kings because you gave up six-plus years of control of Tyrese Halliburton, who's going to be an all-star this year already with years left to go. So, like, if Sabonis stays and it keeps going like it's going right now, win-win for both teams. Right now it's looking incredible for both teams. I love watching Kings game. I watch a lot of the late-night games. Kings are always on late-night. Yeah. It's been really fun to watch. I also think the Kings made some, like, Again, I think it was a bad trade. I think it was good, like, it fit their roster better to not to have a good center and not have, like, Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox. But, like, the clear right move, incredible, is you keep Tyrese Halliburton, who's the young, like, stud-looking player. And you, if you want to bring in some bonus, you probably try, try and find a trade for Fox. But that's beside the point. The trade's worked out for them. And honestly, like, good summer by the Kings front office, like, Hawks letting Kevin Herter go was an awful move. Hawks would kill to have someone like him right now, honestly. And he's been incredible for the, for the Kings. Malik Monk's been really good. Yeah. The bonus fit better than I ever could have imagined. So, like, honestly, I stand by a lot of what I said because I think Tyrese Halliburton is that good. I think when it's all said and done, Tyrese Halliburton's the better NBA player. And when you give up the better, younger, cheaper NBA player for an older, bigger contract but I never saw it going as well as it's gone for them. And honestly, I'm, I'm rooting for them. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah, you got the Pacers in the seven seed right now, which is really impressive with, like, you look at the rest of their roster. I mean, I get Benedict Benedict Matherin uh, off the bench in there for sixth man of the year. But other than that, like, they their roster is just not built to really compete really even in the East, and they're competing in the East. Um, so definitely – Dude, has a lot Tyrese to do with Tyler Salabrin. Um, he's been incredible. He's incredible. Uh, um, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to mention real quick. So, um, of the longest playoff droughts across four major uh, sports, the Kings at ten seasons uh, is the longest in the NBA. Looking like they're gonna break that this year. Uh, the Jets twelve seasons. They did not break that this year. Buffalo Sabres in the NHL at 11 seasons, and the Detroit Tigers and Los Angeles Angels, both with eight seasons in the MLB. I think the Kings are going to break that this year, bro. I think the Kings will be above the 
the the sixth seed in the in the West, which is that's going to be tough to do, but it looks like they have a shot to pull that off. I think they break it too, but I'll just say this, and this isn't me saying anti them. Like I really like them. I hope they're in the playoffs. They're in the five seed right now. They're two games out of the seven seed, and behind them is the Warriors, who haven't had Steph and are just starting to get fully healthy, and the Suns, who haven't had like their entire team recently, but most importantly, Booker for a while. So like, I don't. I. And the Clippers are behind them too, and like I'm done talk. I'm not even gonna talk about the Clippers. Like I'm done watching Clippers games. I'm done talking about the Clippers. Clippers are a joke. They just can't ever feel their roster. It's kind of pathetic. But um, the war, like it's easy for me to see the Warriors and Suns being ahead of the Kings when this is all said and done, which like easily puts the Kings in like the seven eight seed where you're not in the playoffs yet. You now have to beat the Timberwolves, Blazers, Lakers. You know, Clippers, whoever else. To break the drought. Yep, to break the drought. (laughs) All all playing tournaments are going to be crazy. Like, I don't – you have a clear advantage being a 7 or 8 versus a 9 or 10 because you only have to win one game in your end. But, like, both playing games are going to be wild because you can't – it's not like you get in and the 7 seed way better than the 10. Like, it may be some years. Like, this year you could easily be the 7 seed Kings playing the 10 seed Lakers. And if they're fully healthy, like – Lakers are maybe favored in that game. So, like, it, it's going to be tough. Like, I do think they make the playoffs, but I think they probably end up in the play-in and having to play their way in. Be interesting to see how it shakes out for the Kings. I wanted to touch a little bit about the NFL playoffs before you go. Uh, see how that – be interesting to see how that shakes out. But before we do that, just real quick, um, I voted all-star selections last night. Just curious of uh, – what you like for all-star selections because I see some of these numbers coming back and some of them comparable to what I like, some of them not. Um, and it's just, it is just, this is one thing I need to say about the all-star voting as well. I think you should just be able to vote for just like 10 guys, right? Let's just, let me just vote for 10 guys. Cause you you already have biases to begin with. Like you already have biases to begin with going into it. Right. And on top of that, then you have to strictly do it based on position. It just it just makes it it just makes it too hard to vote. Like I, that's why you get fucking Austin Reeves top ten in the Western Conference right now because it's just everyone everyone can only vote for two guard like two guards in the West. Like all right, so if I'm definitely trying to vote Austin Reeves, it already takes up you only have one more guard spot out of all the guards in the West. I'm trying to vote Shea Gilchrist Alexander. Now, now I can't vote Luka Doncic and fucking Steph Curry if I want to vote for Shy for uh, All Star guard. Like, and I think he deserves to be an All Star guard. But now you're telling me I can't vote for one of those guys? That makes no sense to me. But that's what I had to do because I think Shea should should be in there. So, so I don't know if you you're putting up what I'm putting down, but I think you should. I should be able to vote for Steph, Luka, and Shy. What, like, uh, I think that's why you get some of these weird things coming up uh, well, and weird like, situations where I have no oh, Celtics no, in the no. East. Go ahead. I think I think the fan vote is just, like, you get these, the Lakers and the Warriors, it seems to be, for the most part, like, cult fan bases. That yeah, just, that's like, garbage, dude. Yeah, like, it's fucking it's, garbage. It, it is, it is. It's like, <laughs> what are we even doing it for, then? It's stupid. Derrick Rose is a part Derrick Rose... 
well, hold on. Derrick Rose is above Jalen Brunson in the voting. Like, there's absurd stuff like that. Yeah, but that's fucking the good stupid. Thing about this is every year everyone gets fired up. Every year everyone gets fired up about this. But like the fan votes, twenty five percent of the vote. The players get the vote, and the coaches get the vote, and the media gets the vote. And I think the coaches' votes worth worth the most. I forget exactly what it is, but like people can vote Austin Reeves to the fucking moon and back and he'll never be in the all-star game because the coaches and players and media aren't going to do it like that. So it's almost like, it's literally almost a waste of your vote. Like I get it. I do get it because this is the first year I haven't voted mellow every single time. Even the last two years, vote mellow every single time. I'm not going to put, not put my favorite player on there. Is it ridiculous? Yup. Am I going to put him on there every time? Yup. If he was there this year as a free agent, would I be voting him? Yup. But I can't. So like, I do get it to an extent, but like part of the problem that is why they let you vote every day. That is let you why they let you vote every day. So you could do different people. I've done the way I do it is there are certain people that I know are going to get in. So I usually like don't vote for LeBron because I'm like fuck it, LeBron doesn't need my vote. I'll vote for someone else who maybe it impacts more. Like I won't vote for Giannis even though like clearly they deserve to be in. So like I've been voting recently and my votes in the West have been actually your two boys at guard, SGA and John Morant are my two. Yep, that's what I've been doing. Yep. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes I vote Lillard because I want him to get more votes, but John Morant and SGA probably a little bit more fun to have in the All-Star game, maybe. And then forward, I've been going Jokic. I mean, he's probably going to get enough. I think he deserves it. He's been incredible. I've been voting Zion because I want to see him in the All-Star game. Um, and I've been voting Anthony Davis just like because if he's healthy, I think he was so good the first half of the season. Like, he probably deserves to be there. LeBron, obviously, I would vote. But, like, he doesn't need any votes. He's going to get into the All-Star game fine. East, I've been going DeRozan which is weird. They have him at guard. I think DeRozan deserves it. He probably won't get in. I just think he deserves more votes. Like, yeah, I mean, I know Kyrie and some other people, Donovan Mitchell have been good, but like, whatever. I like DeRozan. And I've been voting uh, either Jalen Brunson or Jalen Brown, the two Jalens with my other guard pick. And at forward, I usually go, uh, I don't even remember who I go forward in the East. I don't go in B because I don't know why. I don't have a real reason for it. I'd have to do it again. I forget who I've been voting in the East at, at forward, honestly. Just, for sure. just, you know, this is what's stacked up to this conversation. You bringing this in, and I I can't disagree with you because it this has just been unbelievable to see how this dude's playing. But I I now see this leading into exactly the conversations I tried to have with you on this podcast, screaming and hollering. Where, dude, now what happens if he has a fucking unreal third season in a row, like? Is it stacking up where this dude could actually win three straight MVPs? Because I'm seeing him right now as the MVP or up there in the conversation, and you're now stuck with the fact that he's won it two years in a row based on a lot of these things that I already tried to bring up here on the podcast. And now it's already got the ward warped out where I I really – I don't know. I don't know what you do because – how are you going to argue that he shouldn't be getting first place votes this year? At the same time, you can't take back history. So he won the votes. Now, you know what? I find the NBA gets their self stuck up in these situations, these narratives with the, with the award, like when LeBron was fucking dominating the league and should have been the MVP every year. So you know what? It's, it's kind of, it's kind of gotten to a point where, I don't even follow along this MVP conversation. They want to have it all all week, every week. I'm like, bro, it, it's, it's it's what's going on at the end of the year, where your team's at at the end of the year. Yeah, obviously all yeah. the games matter, but like 
It's way too early to be like, yeah, this person's leading the MVP vote or this person's going to win the MVP. But I'll tell you right now, when you look at who's in that conversation, he's 100% in it. And then that's where I I just, I don't know where we're going to go from here without the season can play out. If they're the one seed in the West and he's playing the way he's been playing this year, I don't see how you can't give it to him. And then it just goes all back into the stuff I was talking about but when we were handing him out back-to-back MVPs that he probably shouldn't have won, in my opinion. But that's just where we were. And so, I don't think it's shouldn't have Look, I don't think it's shouldn't have won, however you want to split it. Like, it, it was him versus Embiid those two years. Like, he was the one or, one or the two. If you want to say you thought it was Embiid, fine. But it's not like he was some, like, undeserving person. I thought he was the MVP, both of them. And so the weird part about all this and when the conversation is messy is, like, it's tough to talk about voter fatigue because it's not it's not a real thing. We can't, like – well, two ways to say it. Like, we can't, like, factor it in when we talk about it, like, who we think is the MVP. Like, well, voter fatigue. It's, like, that's something we say when it's, like, there are real people voting on this. So we have seen it over time. Like, it's – I think it's different talking about who should win versus who will win. If you're talking about who will win, I think it's a fair argument to talk about voter fatigue. Like, Jokic, if he was having this season out of nowhere – would be higher up in the MVP votes at the end of the year, just because people are more are more interested by new things. They're more likely to vote for for it that way. I, you like, I agree. It's too early. It doesn't matter right now. If the season somehow ended and I was forced to say who I think MVP is right now, like, I'd probably say him. If you were just asking me who I thought it was, but like, I wouldn't argue anyone who said it was like Luca or Giannis or like. Maybe Tatum, not as much the last few weeks, but Tatum too. Like, there are a bunch of guys there. So we still have the whole season to go, but, like, it'll be interesting to see. I don't – I think voter fatigue will factor in, and he won't get quite as many votes as he otherwise would have if he hadn't won the last two years. But I think it's a stupid thing, like, for the actual media to talk about. Like, whatever, we're on here, we could have a conversation. But, like, I think on ESPN it's dumb when people talk about it. And it's like, well, you guys are kind of making it more of a thing than it is. Like, yeah, maybe some people won't want to vote for him because he had it the last two years, but, like – that shouldn't be a real conversation point because, like, it's the MVP of this year. It's not, like, the MVP slash most improved who hasn't won it recently award. It's, it's no, who is the most valuable in the 2022-2023 season. So, like, again, I think voter fatigue probably will factor into some extent when the media members and everyone who has votes is voting. But, like, when people have conversations on TV shows, I don't get why people on, like, ESPN and stuff bring it up. Like, well, voter fatigue, I don't think it's him. It's like, no, that's not part of the it's not part of the formula for who gets it that's just a real thing that voters might do yeah dude i mean you know what it's just i don't know if that makes sense how i explain it that way but no i get what you're saying but like that's the where people use that as like a crutch to their argument but it's like it's that's not even really we don't even really know if that's a thing like we don't know if that's actually a factor or if that's actually a thing in in any of these things happening it's kind of like a lot of the stuff i see uh but um that's the, that's a good way to say it. if you're saying if you're saying you don't think Jokic is the mvp as like a media person or someone on a podcast like i don't think he's the mvp voter fatigue it's like that's not an argument that's not an underlying thing if like if i think he should be but i don't think he'll win it because i don't think enough people will vote for him because he won the last two that's like okay. yeah but like that's what i basically tried to explain to you was going to potentially happen with how things were going with this situation no, and like where that's where we're at so now you got these fucking people that are getting paid to t- talk about this shit and that's what they're talking about 
because of how he's playing absolutely incredible this year, which I don't think you can expect or not expect with how he's been playing the last two seasons. And I'm not saying he wasn't deserving of an MVP. I just think things got murky when you gave him an MVP with other dudes that were also in the conversation after he already won one when we've already talked about, you know, the uh, I mean, multiple dude, dudes dude, that have only won back to, but you know, it's all the same but shit. That, that's so you're doing it too. You, you're doing it right there. That's what I mean. It's all the same. Yeah, you can't say oh, when they gave him one after he already won one. Yeah, but like the uh, the point was is the, last two. the first one he probably shouldn't have won. That's the one that goes back when we are on the pod getting all fucking hyped up about it. I don't. He I ends don't up winning it. I don't think that's the case. No, I know you don't. Well, I and he so. won it. That's great. But then. When he won it back to back, it just set up, well, like, dude, if he didn't win this one last year, he was more deserving of this one. Then it's the same thing that I now is stacking up this year, but now he's won it back to back. That's where the whole conversation comes in, a voter fatigue, in my opinion. I just think that's such, like, a lazy talking point for, like, if people actually want to feel that way, fine. But if we're here having a conversation, it's like, that's like, okay, then every conversation ends with like, well, he can't get it, voter fatigue, or like, oh, I, like, I don't know. It's just like, I think it's more fun to have a conversation about like, who's deserving of it this year and ignore the last few years. Like, if he doesn't win it, whatever. But like, uh, I don't think you can make any sort of case that he's not in the top three right now. For I don't think anyone can make it. No, I don't think you could either. No, absolutely. I agree with you. Right now. Uh, but no. You'd, you'd be wrong. Yeah, I agree. But I think uh, coming off of back-to-back uh, MVPs, it's tough to be like, yep, this dude's like leading the MVP conversation. Like, I think that's part of it for sure. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to say. I also, I also would say, I also would say Luca, like a dude that is like always in the MVP talks and like the leading odds heading into seasons to win MVP. This dude's never going to win an MVP, dude. I like, I love Luca. Like, He's not going to win an MVP. He's not. He's just not going to win an MVP, dude. Because he doesn't play enough defense, and he just doesn't impact the team enough where you look around and you're like, yeah, he's literally the MVP of the league. Like, no. He just, like, it's just not, you just doesn't look right. He's incredible. Puts up incredible numbers, makes incredible shots and passes. But, like, the, the lack of defense on the other end of the floor Definitely hurts this dude's MVP case every single year, regardless of how good he's going to be on offense. And I'm sorry, he just is not impacting his team the way other MVPs in this league have. And it's I just don't see it happening. I really don't. He's not. He cannot be in these favorite to be MVP heading into seasons anymore because he's not even close to to the, some of these other guys. I mean, it's John Moran is far and ahead above. Luka Doncic, in my opinion, in terms of guards that have a chance to win MVP in the West. I don't think that's crazy at all. Uh, I was with you on everything. I think that's a little crazy. Not that I, I guards in the equation as well, but like I, the only reason I think it's a tiny bit crazy is because like it's tough to argue Jaws a better player than Luka right now. I get what you're saying though, in terms of like the impact he maybe has on his team, like where their team's at. So I, I agree with that. Like the Mavericks might be. Like, don't get me wrong, last night's game was fun to watch. Like, if they're in a big game, I watch. The Mavericks, I, I love basketball, but if, like, the Mavericks and some random-ass team are playing basketball, I do not want to watch that game. They are not fun games to watch. Like, I, when Luka's in a big game, it's like, yes, he has a fun style, but, like, <laughs> individually, he has, like, 
a bag or like he's nice on offense, but it's like it's not a fun like team style yeah, to dude. watch play. Like it's maybe I was a little biased. Like I do like Luca. I was ended up being a bigger Harden fan than I ever anticipated. So like I was rooting for Harden when I watched the games, but like I never got quite to where I am with the Mavs with the Rockets. But it is still that same thing of like, yo, you gotta like you're literally just going to dribble the ball half the possession. And when you pass, you're just going to stand there. Like you gotta, you gotta get some two man. Yeah, dude. You gotta get some like, I don't know. Yeah. Luke is incredible, but like, I don't know. Yeah. That's another thing too. When I've been hearing a lot of this too, it's like, Oh, and we talked about this. The international game is, is all up there. Look at all these international players taking over the NBA. Let me just be clear. The, The international team versus the, Oh, you're an American. This is you're on the American team. We're smoking the internationals. As good as Giannis is, as good as Jokic is, as good as Luke is, we're smoking them, dude. We really are. We're I'm sick of I'm sick of yeah, all of them. Bring any of them you got, bro. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. I'll take I'll take our squad every single time. I really will. It's it's just I get it. The game has become more globalized. Some of these guys are incredible. The talent of these athletes is incredible. I get it, but I'm still ta- I'm still taking our team all day every day. And it's it's definitely getting closer. It's definitely getting closer. It ain't no 1990s uh game, but I'm telling you right now. It it is it is still we are still better than any international professional squad you can put together. Uh I just need to get that out there. All right, I want to talk some hoops. I know you probably I, want to. I know you want to respond to that, but no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I don't. We have to like write everything down. I don't know if I can one hundred percent say that's incorrect, but if we're just going off like the top and say like, who are the U.S.'s best guys? Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James. Yep. Jason Tatum. Yep. John Morant. Like yep. those are, I don't know. Just off the top, those are probably like the top five, six right there. Yep. Um, international. As I'm going through them in my head, they're all the tops of the MVP rank right now. And Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, Luka, SGA, your boy's international. Jamal Murray's international. Pascal Siakam's international. Like, oh, that's a – like, I'm not – I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm not I'm – not, I'm not saying they'd lose, but I'm not gonna say they'd win for sure either. So you're with Craig Carton, that international, that international, or that the international uh, has taken over America's basketball. An, an American game has been taken over by international uh, players. No, no, not really. I mean, that's a wild way to put it. Like, it's a one. It's a good thing that they're coming over here. It's supposed to be the best basketball league in the world, so we want the best basketball players. Like. If you said tomorrow, like, we're going to take all the international players out and have them join their own league, I'd be like, well, that really sucks for the NBA. All of a sudden, we're going to be watching a lot of shitty players play more minutes because a lot of good ones are leaving. But I think the other thing is it'll probably stay being, like, in mainly American-populated league. But the best players from other countries will probably always come over here because the best players want to play in the best league. So, like, I think what we'll run into is, like, the 10th best player in Slovenia does not want to come over here. They'd probably rather be like one of the 10 best, one of the top 10 players over there rather than like a bench guy over here. But when you're the top player over there, like your Luka, your Jokic or whoever, like you probably want to come to the NBA when you're kicking everyone's ass over there. And you're like, yo, I could, I'm good enough to play in this league that they say is the best league. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'd say it's always stays dominated overall, like percentage wise by people from the United States. But I do think we'll continue to get like stud players from other countries as like basketball is just becoming a more popular game. Yep. People are playing it more in other countries. Like it's going to keep happening. I think and right yeah. now the Durant was in the MVP chase. Like he just got hurt, but like literally four of the top five MVP candidates were probably international. Yeah. Jokic and Bede, Giannis and Luca, and then Durant in there too. Like that's, that's crazy. Yeah. You pump for these, uh, NFL playoff games or what? For sure. Just another one bet in the other day. Just another season just gone. And now we got some NFL playoffs. Hyped for it. Giants finally made it. So what do you think? What do you think? What do you think's the most fun? What do you think's the most fun game? You can't answer the Giants, obviously you're a Giants fan. What do you think's the most exciting game? I mean, minus the fact that that probably has the chance to be the most exciting game. Um, I would have said Cincinnati, Baltimore, if Lamar Jackson was playing, but he's not. Um, I honestly think that it's could be like nine to nine to twelve. Yeah, so it's not. Um, to be honest, it's. I thought it would be also the Chargers Jags, which sounds stupid, but now Mike Williams is out, so like I'm kind of worried about the Chargers. Uh, yeah, he's out. Um, Brandon Staley is going to take some heat for that. If they don't win this game, he's getting fired. Um, I think it's the Bucks Cowboys. As crazy as it sounds for me to say it, um, I think the the last game that they're going to put on is going to be the the potential to be the best game to watch. The Wow. Most exciting game, and yeah, it, it has a chance to be. I don't know. Just for me, I'm not rooting for the Cowboys, but also you know how I feel about Brady. Um, I'm surprised Brady's even there. I'm surprised the Cowboys are favored in this game. Who do you think's gonna win? Um, I think the Bucks win the game. Honestly, you're surprised the Cowboys are favored. Yeah, I think the Bucks are gonna you're win the game. Surprised the Cowboys are favored. Yeah, I think the Bucks are gonna win the game on the field. I really do. I have no faith in the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys lose the game. I think Mike McCarthy gets fired. I mean, yeah. I mean, I personally think that at this point, if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, to have faith going into this game that you're going to win it, I I just look at you and laugh. I really do. Um, Just like the Cowboys fan that was trying to tell me he still had a shot at a one seed and was driving to the Washington game last week. It's like, bro... You know what? Have fun, dog. <laughs> like, have fun. And look what happened. They get absolutely annihilated and the Eagles win. Um, so, yeah, I'm not rooting for the Eagles. I'm not rooting for the Cowboys. And, yeah, as tough as for me to say, I think Tom Brady might win another playoff game. I think Tom Brady might win another playoff game as bad as they've looked all year. Um, and I'll have to watch Tom Brady win another playoff game uh, in 2023. That's what's happening. Um, and then listen about where he's going to go once they lose, or if they lose, get bounced in the first round, uh, where he goes next. Cause there's going to be a ton of quarterback movement, uh, this off season already with how things are shaking out for not only Derek Carr, you got Lamar Jackson. I mean, it's going to be all over the joint. So as good as these playoffs are going to be to watch and see who actually comes out on top and wins the Super Bowl and gets through the playoffs. Um, I'm rooting for my giants to win it. Um, uh, the off season and all that's going to go with a lot of these teams in the off season is going to be really interesting to see how that stuff shakes out for me. 
Um, it's kind of like airspace and whatnot, but it's stuff to keep, you know, it's something to keeps you going. So yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting. Um, yeah, dude. I, I mean, there's going to, you're going to have a couple blowouts. I mean, you're going to have a couple blowouts. You're going to, the Niners blow out to Seattle. Uh, you know, Dolphins are going to get blown out. They're playing a third string. Oh, I bet my two, I did one like basically teaser parlay right when I saw the lines for everything. I bet the Niners down. So I bet the Niners to win by five and a half, either a touchdown, two field goals, whatever it is. And I bet the Bengals to win by two and a half, basically win by a field goal. Gets it to plus 105 odds. So that was my one bet I have in right now. I think the Niners and Bengals are basically locks to win. That was me assuming that Lamar didn't play. I actually just checked, and I guess I missed this. It's been confirmed he's out. Huntley is questionable. Game time decision. So it could be, what's his name, like Anthony Brown, the guy who's been playing the last few weeks. Could be Huntley. Either way, I saw a stat saying Huntley in his, I don't know if it was seven starts, in his basically in all his starts for the Ravens, they've never scored over 20 points. So... Yeah, I know the Ravens are a good defense, but if you're if you're gonna tell me the the Bengals just need to score twenty one and they'll win the game, I feel pretty pretty good the about Ravens that. Ravens have no shot to win. Um, it sucks that Mike look. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, so if the Bengals score twenty one, I view that as like they're winning for sure. But I also believe it could be like a fifteen to nine game and they win. So I like the Bengals a lot. Sucks that Mike Williams isn't playing. Yeah, I just saw that was confirmed earlier. Um, I still am, like, oddly excited for that Jaguars-Chargers game. I hope it doesn't disappoint. I just think it's because, like, I almost feel like whichever team wins that game is kind of who I'm, like, rooting for a little, whether they have a shot or not. Like, I both I think the Chargers and the Jaguars are both kind of, like, fun teams. So I kind of feel like whoever wins that game game i'll probably be rooting for them to win the next round whether they have a shot or not whether it's like the bills the chiefs or whoever i don't know but obviously bills are going to smack the dolphins that's not going to be much fun i don't think so yeah i agree with you the bucks cowboys probably one of the more interesting games seahawks niners hard to get hard to get excited about uh that one right there i can't even i don't think we brought up uh one of the games but i can't think of which game it is that we didn't bring up Giants, Vikings. Giants are going to take care of the Vikings handily. Oh, oh, we did, we, yeah, we didn't really talk yeah, about no the problem. Giants. You think Giants take care of the Vikings? Yeah, I do. I think the Giants win on the field. Um, I think Kirk Cousins throws a couple picks. Giants D sacks him three, four times. Yeah, he's going to have a rough game. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm pumped because the Giants have a really yeah, good chance. They just got to win that game, bro. That's just how the playoffs are in the NFL, and I love it. As much as it's uh, win and go home, it's the most cruel one. It's the greatest chance you have. You don't have to win a series. Game. Just one game. You just win the game, and you move on. And we're heading into then Philly with a injured Jalen Hurts and a bunch of injuries across their team that's stumbling into the playoffs. So anything can happen in that game as well. You're looking to play the Eagles a third time on the year. Um, a lot of hard to beat a lot of these teams three times, um, which is brings in some of the intrigue to the blowout potential of these matchups as you're getting rematches basically all across the entire playoffs um, with division teams, teams that already played, the Vikings lost, I'm sorry, beat the Giants on a 61-yard field goal. Um, so they're at rematching throughout a game they played this season. Uh, literally all rematches. The Cowboys faced the 
Bucks week one. Um, so we'll be looking at rematches as a key part of the storyline and uh, this super wild card weekend, they're calling it. Um, you know, I like that they added the extra team, obviously, because it just gives another chance for not only more playoff uh, football, but, um, you know, another team to get in. But now this is kind of shaked out because this is the second year they've done this. Um, you know, honestly, you look at it even last year, it's been three of the four games have been blowouts. Three of the four teams don't look like playoff teams and probably aren't going to make these miraculous from the bottom seven seed to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, Philly's looking to be the first one seed to get back to the Super Bowl and win it. I mean, a lot of these one seeds that have had it have not gotten there. High seeds haven't mattered. Um, so you're giving up a bye to some of these teams where you can go in and get another injury. Like you look at the Niners who are playing Seattle for a third time, and it's like, what's the worst that can come out of that game besides injury when everyone thinks the Niners are 10 times better than the Seahawks? So it's like, at this point, it's almost a trap game for me set up where, yeah, like I expect the San Fran to destroy Seattle. Um, I set, I expect Buffalo to destroy the Dolphins. Um, but you, the Dolphins are almost beat that Buffalo in Buffalo, and they did beat Buffalo this year. And I get two is not playing, so they probably have no shot. But in Seattle, that could happen. Geno Smith, he broke the franchise record in passing yards this year, led the league in completion percentage. Uh, so who knows? Who knows if Seattle could pull an upset against a division rival? So, yeah, I mean, that's part of uh, what makes the sports great. You know, you're not sure what's going to happen. Kind of like uh, music in movies for me. You already know what's going to happen unless you didn't see the movie or haven't heard the song. Huh? <laughs> Got him! <laughs> yeah, no. See, uh, it's been tough, bro. Just losing, losing my mind out here. Just watching a bunch of sports, but all good. Looking forward to the games this weekend. Uh, you know, some other great things I've seen in the sports world. Uh, trying to keep my uh you know positivity up here uh it is what it is um hope my money's still good come next year (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know if i don't gamble it all the way i have a fucking problem Um, yeah i have a legitimate problem but it's all right (laughs) not good don't don't want that yeah Uh, it's whatever Nets are going to be shot. Nets are going to be shot without the Rams. They have to play. Uh, I was like just watching them the other night, and they played a decent game against the Celtics. And I was like, so Durant, like, not that he's some great defensive player, but he's decent and he's long, he's lanky, he gets rebounds, he gets blocks. They're a bad de- defensive rebounding team. And I'm watching them. I'm like, they're really going to play Claxton and Simmons together. Like, neither one takes a shot from outside the paint. Like, neither one can space the floor one bit, but they're the two best defenders they have on the team, the two best rebounders they have on the team. I just think it's going to be a mess for them. They've been playing better lately, but, like, you can't really play Claxton and Simmons on the court together. It's not optimal for two of your better players to be splitting, like, 24 minutes and 24 minutes each to add up to 48. You don't want one either of them playing less than 20 minutes. You shouldn't have them on the floor together because the floor is just not spaced at all. So, like, I'm just – not having Durant really sucks. Yeah, so, yeah, hold on a second, dude. Because really you're talking mad shit that. about the Nets right now, who, by the way, until Durant now is going to be down for, I don't know, over a month. Like, 
it, it wasn't even like it wasn't even like he got injured like Anthony Davis style, more of a freak accident incident. Like, you know what? Like, like I said, if that you were trying to say that, you know, when we were talking Lakers earlier, it's the same thing. You go across the league, dude. You take Kevin Durant off the Nets right now. You know they're gonna plummet in the standings. They're not gonna win a bunch of games, and they're gonna struggle to look like the team they were looking like on a twelve-game win streak. Uh, literally the best team over since the the start of December. So yeah, I thought the Nets were rounding into form. Ben Simmons looking better. T.J. Warren contributing off the bench. Kyrie Irving playing his best basketball on his best behavior. So yeah, I thought the Nets honestly were a team where they were looking like the team we thought they were supposed to be when they made and started making these big splash moves for these big star type guys in the league. Um, now Katie's down. I still think they're going to be that, but they're going to fall way too much in the standings. I think it's going to hurt them too much. It's the same thing that would happen if the if Giannis was off the Bucks for a month. Chris Middleton's not even been playing. So you lose Giannis for a month, you're obviously going to fall in the standings. It's tough to get back up in the standings when you're missing a month or, or more time in, in the in NBA season. So, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at all these teams that are up there right now. And I'll still say that I like the Grizzlies and the Pelicans to come out of the West. And I'm looking at what's shaking out in the East. And I thought the Nets were going to be, honestly, that team to come out of the East fighting up there with the Sixers and Cavaliers. And I, I do think the Cavaliers are right in this conversation. And I don't think I have any faith in James Harden to do anything come playoff time. And you're getting blown out by 20 by the Thunder. You're telling me the Thunder aren't trying to win games. Then you're not going to make a run in the playoffs if you're the Sixers, regardless how Embiid's looking. So, yeah, to me, can Chris Middleton get on the court? Otherwise, the Celtics looking like they can represent the East again um, if they're able to play come playoff time, uh, not get blown out by 40 by the Thunder. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's. I say. I still think the. E- I still think it's like all wide open, bro. And you know, particularly, particularly in the it. East, where everyone, you know, obviously wants the the Bucks or the Celtics, or, or vice versa. Um, I still give the Nets probably if KD can get back, even with how they're going to be standings wise, maybe the best chance to come out of the East right now. Because I thought the Nets were looking like the best team in the East for a minute. Um. For a long stretch. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say they can't fall. They can't come out of the East. I just think they're going to fall in the standings now, which just makes it harder in a conference where I don't think any teams like clearly above the others. Like I think it would have been the Celtics, but they've been a little shaky lately. But I don't know. If I were to pick right now, like too early, who I think the conference finals would be, or basically the two teams, you know, that are still standing at the end in each conference, I'd probably say. Celtics and geez, it's it's so tough not to say Bucks, but I want to say Cavs. I really want to say Cavs, but it's tough not to say say Bucks. But I'll, I'll say that's assuming Middleton's there. If you told me Middleton somehow just like isn't coming back or isn't healthy all year, I'll say Celtics Cavs. Um, we'll see what happens there in the East or in the West. I'd have to say the Nuggets, with the main caveat that. The Nuggets have a trade exception right now. I forget exactly how much it is. I think it's like 12 million, 15 million. But basically, they can take on a contract larger than they they would normally take back. So, like, people have talked about Bogdanovich from the Pistons who's playing playing well. Like, Jakob Pertl from the Spurs is a backup center, which, like, seems weird to me. But um, either way, I think the Nuggets will have a rotational piece on their roster who's playing in playoff games that's not on their team right now after the trade deadline. 
best guess would be Bogdanovich, but could could be different people out there. And I think that would be really helpful to them, especially just a team that could use like another shooter, another creator, like Michael Porter Jr. has been a little disappointing, but I'd probably say the Nuggets and Grizzlies, if I had to pick, I, I just can't trust the Pelicans and their health right now. Like we've seen it with Zion. We haven't seen Ingram play in like two months. Like uh, it's tough when they're healthy. Yes. But it's tough for me to trust them. Like this isn't just like, a, Oh, they're injured. No, it's like Zion's been injured most of his career. Brandon Ingram's last two years have had a lot of injuries. So like, it's tough for me to trust them. We haven't seen Ingram and um, Zion play together a bunch. So I'd probably say Nuggets and Grizzlies with the caveat that the Warriors could easily be there. No, 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 no. Not letting you get the Warriors no, in at all. <laughs> no, hold on. Last thing. This year they've had the, um, by net rating, they've had the best lineup in the league. It's their starting lineup. Like their uh, Steph, Clay, Draymond, Looney, and Wiggins. Yeah, whatever. Wiggins has been out for a while. Steph's been out for a while. People missing games. So, like, last year it was the best lineup in the league, and this year it's the best lineup in the league. So, the big the big problem for the Warriors is they haven't built the spots of Gary Payton and Otto Porter that left their team, like, two guys who took up a large amount of minutes, and the Warriors just tanked when their bench lineup's in there, or recently when their starters are hurt when their bench lineup's always in there. So, the Warriors wouldn't be my pick to come out, but I feel better about the Warriors being in the conference finals than I do about the Suns or the Pelicans or the Mavericks, honestly. Yeah, Zion, dude, I fucking, I don't know. Same shit with Zion every year. Sad, sad to see. Guess can't stay on the court. Slipping into Anthony Davis territory. Both started out for the franchise, same franchise. I don't know if that's a coincidence Hope, or not. Hopefully, it's more of an Embiid. Hopefully, it's more of an Embiid thing. At least Embiid was uh, super injury injury riddled, and like, yeah, he had one now and then. But for the most part, over the last like four or five years, Embiid's been like pretty healthy, especially compared to what we thought at the start of his career. So Zion's obviously more explosive, relies more on athleticism. But hopefully, Zion has more of the Embiid career trajectory rather than the Anthony Davis, where. He's not always just hurt. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Uh, He's so fun. Tough. Play. Yeah, dude, tough. Missing a bunch of games. Minch- missing a bunch of games. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the NFL playoffs. Be watching some games. When is the All-Star break anyways for the leagues? Coming up or what? It's got to be. Shit's going by fast. I know it's February. Probably like, I'll Google it right now. I guess like February 12th. Uh, Did you see, uh, I saw, um, I just got to throw this in quick. Uh, so this is a big thing in the golf world. So Augusta National announces that the live golfers will remain eligible to compete in the 2023 Masters, which isn't until April. But I also saw that the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund, which owns Live Golf, could make a bid for WWE if put up for sale soon. I saw there's a WWE thing near you. There is definitely a WWE thing near you, right? Or am I not losing my mind? Their headquarters is right literally right next to me i drive by it every single day going to the gym and that's what i thought that's potentially up for sale to the saudi uh fund that bought live golf um which i just thought was interesting and i had to throw in on the pod since you literally live right next to it um and then yeah 
you know, this is just this is just one of these things I saw too today, and I'm like, damn, because we talked about this on the pod just for a second, but like not really. And then I'm like, wait, what is going on? I saw Ennis uh, Freedom has a bounty out on him by the Turkish government, which I'm like, whatever happened to Ennis Freedom, which now his name, he obviously switched his name, but previously known as Ennis Cantor. And I also saw how he's getting, he says he's getting blackballed by the NBA. I'm like, is what is going on with this dude? Like this dude is slipping into fucking Antonio Brown uh, territory here. I don't know what's happening. So he, um, poor guy. The bounty thing I'd heard in the past, like his government, the government where he's from, like you can't speak out against them. Like yeah. It's not, um, quite a, it's not quite a democracy of freedom of speech kind of thing that we have here. I can't really speak out out on them. So he's not allowed back there. They have a uh, like, yeah, like a, I don't know, number on his head. I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah, it's like five hundred thousand dad being there and feeling feeling unsafe for his dad um i mean the dude's kind of a nut though he's leaned into this like i think he's like a fox news person now like he kind of just leans into like i don't even he's like super pro america but in like a weird kind of way he's on these fox news shows all the time um he tells them that the reason he's not in the nba is because that he like speaks out Again, like, I don't even know, I don't remember exactly what he spoke out about, um, but it's like, no, dude, you're not in the NBA because you were the worst defensive center in the world. <laughs> you had, like, a 10, 12-year career, which is longer than most people, so it's not like a, and also, if you're going to be, it's, and in reality, it comes back to the Kaepernick thing a little bit of, like, I think Kaepernick deserved a shot. Kaepernick was better. A quarterback is a much more needed position, and a standard is a backup center, but it's also, like, Yo, you have to be really good if you're going to be a negative in some ways to your team from like an media and attention perspective. Like, if you're going to be speaking on Fox News doing like wild pro, like <laughs> super like right wing pro America stuff, like you're just going to be a distraction to the team. Like, it's what they're going to be asking the team about. I just like, love this shit, dude. Like, yeah, I really not, do. It is just such a crazy world we live in, man. It's so funny. to the Grizzlies would have to be like, like if John Morant was doing that, the Grizzlies would have to be like, okay, fuck it. Like, I don't, like, what are we going to do? Well, yeah, that's basically what we saw with Kyrie Irving, right? I mean, everyone, the Nets are like, oh, fuck it. What are we going to do? This is the type of dude he is. Oh my God, bro. I mean, Kyrie Irving almost then got it like a little bit too hard and unfairly, but it's like the the Myers Leonard thing. Like he said, the Jewish slur like two years ago. I actually thought the Lakers might be working him out, but it's like, look, if fucking Anthony Davis had said that, he would not have been kicked out of the league. He just wouldn't have. It's like, okay, let's try and figure this out. You do your public <laughs> apology. If you're a bench warmer and you do that shit, like later, buddy, like you're not you're not worth the issue. That's just how it works. Like. Anyone can say that's unfair, but, like, that's life. Like, yep, like, yeah, here we go. You can't do because you guys aren't on the same level. Yeah, speaking of that, yeah, speaking of that, actually, this is a, yeah, I'm glad you transitioned to this because I wanted to get this in before I shut down the pod today. And it's almost perfect segue. That's why I love bringing you on. Please tell me you've seen what's going on with Dana White. This fucking guy. You got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, I don't, I Dude, gotta, I don't 
You, I literally, I almost, I have my little handy dandy recorder here. I almost took a recording of what this fucking guy said to play. Cause I mean, I got to get back into that. It is incredible to me that what this guy is saying about his situation where he slapped his wife or what this guy's a fucking piece of shit, dude. See what happens about this is what happens, man. True, true, true colors come to light when you're fucking got a camera in front of your face every day. The same shit happens when you lose or when you're winning. If you want the camera in front of your face when you're losing, you're probably going to say some dumb shit. The same shit I see out of Aaron Rodgers, except he didn't want the cameras in front of his face. Unfucking believable Unbelievable the type of stuff that these people will say um, with a, you know, type of power and you get, you get any type of control and money. Never mind that. It's just, it's, you get these, they just get like almost hungry for the camera. That's what I see out of Dana White. This dude is incredible. I can't believe he's not going to get in more trouble than, than uh, he, but he's not. That's the problem. Like it's, yeah. it's the same shit we just talked about. And it's the exact same thing where trying to explain to my girlfriend, it's don't matter if you're in charge of the gas station up the street, fucking when you're in charge of the gas station up the street, you can do pretty much whatever the fuck you want in it, it in line with, you know, not doing something that where you're getting arrested. Right. I mean, it's literally what it is. You It's just sad. It's just sad. And that's why everyone's, I think always fucking angry dude with, you know, some of these things that take place and not everyone's punished the same amount. And so uh, it's whatever, dude, it's, it's the same thing I've been trying to say with all this stuff I've been arguing about here on the pod. And I get to a point where I'm like, yeah, I mean, realistically, nothing's going to, nothing's going to happen to Dana White. Cause nobody can do anything to Dana White unless they shut down his company. Right. I mean, what the fuck they're going to do? It's, you know, get to a po- certain point where there's nothing you can do. He's in charge of the company. He's the he's the the guy making the rules and breaking the rules. So I don't know. Whatever. It's it is what it is. It's part of the part of the problem. But yeah, I, I just not much on him. I don't I don't know enough about it. I saw it happen. Saw the video. I think the guy's kind of an kind of an idiot. Uh, like prior to the video, like I didn't listen to whatever he said about it. I can imagine like. Here, let's do this. Uh, I don't know if you remember what he said. I didn't hear anything he said, so I'll guess that his public comment about it was something along the lines of, that's not who I am, uh, caught me at a moment of weakness, like, um... Yeah, you would, hold on, yeah. I did something on... Yeah, you would think that's what he was saying. No, just go ahead and check it out once we get off the pod. But I'll give you, just check it out once you get off the pod. It's not long, it's not like it's gonna take up much of your time. Uh... He, it was something along the lines of, well, what are you going to suspend me for 30 days? That ain't going to do nothing. Uh, th- I already am living with what I have to deal with from this. I have to walk around and people uh, lost respect for me. I, dude, you got to listen to his shit. It is fucking, it is absolutely ridiculous the shit this dude is saying. I'm like, dude, this dude has no yeah, remorse. I just, I just read it. This dude has no remorse. I just, I this dude's out of his fucking mind. Exactly what said. This dude's out of his mind, yeah. bro. I, I literally, I, I just am at a loss for words. I really am. It was kind of like, I, 
Uh, I talked about this on my solo. I, I talked about this on my solo, but it was wow. like, it was, I know you hate when I talk about this, but like you saw what happened when Skip tweeted about what happened with Jamar Hamlin. I mean, that was the first time any. I didn't even think that was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad either, but it was I the mean, first time ever I seen any, I seen, it really wasn't that bad, but I thought it was the first time ever I seen Skip Bayless ever receive any type of actual, like, oh, this dude could actually get in trouble for what he said. Like, this dude might get in trouble for what he said. But at the same time, it's like, it's not like he said anything that bad. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy to me. I don't much on any of this, but it's a, it's, a weird, it's a weird world we live in where that dude makes up, like, half lies about people every day on TV. And the thing that pisses people off was a legitimately factual statement of, like, wow, this is a huge moment. I don't even know how they go back and play the game now, but they have to play this game. Like, exactly what I was thinking and most people were thinking of. Like, wow, very consequential game. I don't know how they get everyone back out there, but also if they don't, I don't know when you play this game. And it felt like they needed to play that game since the one seed was up for grabs. It was a very logical line of thinking. Like, I don't think we all need to be so high and righteous where it's like, dude, a guy almost died. You can't possibly think about anything else. It's like, I can hope the best for him and feel bad for him and still be like, wow, like this is crazy, unprecedented stuff. I wonder what they're going to do. Like you can have two thoughts. It can't yeah. What they decided to do, what they decided to do, honestly, I thought it, it, and it's just sounds fucked up, but I think it's like literally the, the worst thing they could have done. <laughs> like, like they set up, <laughs> they set oh, up a neutral site <laughs> potentially I don't I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, I mean, no. Nah, I mean, they should have just played the game. Like I know they couldn't play it that they week. No, nah, they could have jammed it in, so they could have they should have just moved everything back. They should have played the game because cuz it's just you're going to have that's so easy to say, but that's like when they would have had to push back the whole week. The only, I think the only way they could have played the game is if they basically said like everything's being pushed back a week, which they can't do with logistics and the Super Bowl and everything. Or if they said, like, there just isn't a buy anymore and everyone's – like, I don't even – like, I genuinely don't know when. Because you can't have them play, like, and then play again in four days for their playoff game. No, I know. So I think they would have had to push it back a week. I think they could have done it. They definitely could have done it. They could have pushed back everything a week. No, yeah. You can't push the Super Bowl – can't push the Super Bowl back a week. Nah, they wouldn't have had to push the Super Bowl back to, back a week because you just take away one of the a week off in between. Yeah, you take away one of the weeks off in between because it's two weeks in between the Super Bowl and the end of the uh-huh. thing. So you could it would just would have been one week between the Super Bowl. They could have yeah. done it. Yeah, they. Yes, they could. Yeah, I mean it's. I don't know. The in the moment it was it hard. Been a lot of changing like. Yeah, dude. In the moment, it was hard. It was hard to fucking. It was hard to do that. But when the dude's out of the hospital a week later, like everyone now is like, "Well, we probably should have just played the game." Like, you know, it's I don't know. Hindsight's always twenty twenty with a lot of these things that happen. But I I don't. I kind of seems like he was like literally could have died on the field, which is like I get why. I don't know. Yeah, he a hundred percent could have. Yeah, and he. Yeah, that's where I'm. I'm not disagreeing with you, dude. I'm. I completely agree. He literally almost died on the I, field. I just don't even know what but else like, to do. it's the same. I don't, I don't know. know what else to do. Yeah, I mean, there's. 
I don't know. It's all it's the same shit now. I'm seeing where they're at. There, people are mad while they're not telling us why he almost died on the field. Like, and they're trying to talk about the vaccine and shit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but that's a legitimate thing that people are bringing up. It's like you know, every single time, every single time heart issues come up now. There's all these crowds saying that. It's yeah. Like, you guys know that many people had heart issues before COVID existed, and it's not just like oh, people have heart issues. Don't get vaccinated. It's because of that. Like no. no yeah. I I I I see all that stuff, dude. Like, and I, I have no way of knowing that it's efficient. I have no way of knowing that it's not a hundred percent that. But there's a better shot of me being right on that than you. Being like, oh, heart case? Well, it's because of that. Like, yeah. No, I agree, dude. I agree. It's gotten pretty fucking crazy now. Like, any heart condition is COVID or not vaxxed or took the vax. It's like, what? I'm like, I'm like, I know people. It's just whatever, dude. I'm not even going to well, get into any, it because anyone, there's people are just, like I said, they're going to believe anyone, and think what they want to think and you're not going to change it. Like, people don't want to be told what to do, any advice, suggestions, ideas, all that. It's, People don't want that in, in 2023, and they're just going to keep going with what they're going with. And I mean, that's is what it is. I mean, it's it's the dangerous – I probably got to hop out on this, but it's the dangerous part of, like, social media. It's so easy to – especially with COVID and not talking to and seeing people as much. It's so easy to have everything you follow justify what you want to believe. Like, you can control everything you follow. So if you're someone that's big on – facebook someone that's big on twitter like your feed is curated to stuff that you want to believe and stuff you choose to follow yep so all of a sudden that's your perception of like what everything is and yeah like, no you can't just look at forever it's been the case you can't look at one piece of evidence on one side and be like that's the way it is because everything says it like well did you think or look at anything on the other side of it or are you just saying people say this so that's how it is like, yeah no i agree dude it's like the same thing that. i was hearing about that aspect of it in terms of the sports as well like remember when we used to like i'm old enough to remember like watching the fucking old school sports center like all the cool tones and shit and you watch all the highlights like yeah they still have that shit going on now but it's not as cool because we all have sports center we all have fucking the highlights, the instant they're happening, they're all there just like they're shown on Sports Center, bro. The highlights of the game, the fucking, all the big plays, all the controversial plays, all of it. It's all right there in the feed if you're a fucking sports fan. So, Sports Center is right there. It's all Sports Center. So, yeah, dude. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more on that statement. It's a good way to kind of wrap it up for you because I've been feeling a lot of that. And I think you're right in a sense where it's the same thing I've been saying where you know, it's, you got to open it up a little bit more, even if you think certain things, like just fucking at least hear other people out. And they, and it's just, it's gotten so wrong where they're just going to keep trying to tell you what they think and believe. And, and it just makes you look like even more of a fucking weirdo and maniac to me. Like, bro, no dude, just, can we just have a conversation about how I feel you for a second? It's... Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just you know, it's weird. It's just so weird. <laughs> you know, it's a problem when random football player almost dying on a field to like oh this matches my agenda on how i feel about this even though i know nothing about his health and him that must mean this means this and he died because like dude there's some guy sitting on twitter you have no idea literally no idea what you're talking about yeah dude i've I've been uh if you had a sore sore knee you'd have to go to the doctor for it but all of a sudden this guy you don't know you know why he collapsed on the field and it's because of this exact reason like okay buddy yeah dude i mean 
it's crazy, dude. It really is. It's really crazy. Um, <laughs> I just keep just keep trying to go, keep going, and just, I don't even know. I don't even know what else to say to those people. Um, or and a lot of these conversations, really, it's just there's no no rationale that's even makes sense. Where it's like I'm not gonna waste my time. Um, trying to fucking change your mind about how you feel about something like whatever dude if that's what you think like whatever like uh yeah, yeah it's like i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna fucking whatever um yeah dude i hear you that was definitely a good conversation we had today sports wise non-sports wise yeah. all that it's, uh really makes me feel good about shit which is how it's going and then we come in and have a nice conversation like that sports non-sports really good shit um glad we got to do it glad we got to link up i uh i'm definitely gonna uh i gotta talk to my boss and whatnot but i'm definitely gonna take off the the days for the uh you know the boys trip or whatever for your wedding and yeah i just have to um yeah. yeah i just have to uh you know I'm let them know but yeah i'm definitely i'm definitely in probably what currently right now currently right now do you work every sunday i'm assuming you do just being at a golf place but um do you, sunday no right now i'm not even working on sunday normally no, i get work. i was texting chew texted me today for like the first time forever he's like oh what's up man like i haven't talked to you and i was like dude you should uh try and get off like one of the coming Sundays and like come up here and watch some football or like, I was like, I know it'll probably be tough for you and Duke to both get it off. Like maybe seg or something like that. Like come up here and chill. And he was like, yeah, he's like, he said, I definitely can't in two days this Sunday. He's like Duke's on vacation. I'll have to work. He's like, maybe next Sunday I could try and do that. So maybe we could try and line something up. Uh, yeah, I think I'm around next Sunday. Should be able to do it, but yeah, um, I'll hit up chew or hit you up, but, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that I'm yeah, sure I'll be down up. for that. And, uh, yeah, I'm down to chill, right. man. Yep, for sure. Hit you guys up. Thanks for coming through yeah, today. I know it's, I know it's like, Duke texted me, too. Like, I know it's I know it's a little expensive, but, like, it was tough to find anything, like, with the number one thing was I was trying to make people not have to buy flights because a lot of bachelor parties, like, go somewhere, and, like, flights, like, a whole other expense. So I was trying to find something, like, semi-local so people could come, so. Yeah, I mean, I dude, honestly, part, bro, that's, you know what? That's not even, that's the funny shit. Let me just say one more thing before I get out of here to you. It's, that is not even that, that is pretty fair for us to go chill for four days at a joint. Like, I didn't even look at the link or nothing. Like, bro, I, sh- oh, you, sh- you, should look at you know how much, you know how much is going to, co- I got, just think, dude, it's just fucking, <laughs> like, I'll, I can, I can literally gamble away a hundred dollars, bro. Like, you know what? It's fucking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like what the fuck? That's nothing, dude. I just spent $500 on a set of golf irons. Like fucking, I'm spending $500 a clip on tattoos and fuck my car is going to cost me another 1500 bucks to oh, fix the horn. I, I, like, you know what? People fucking, you know how much, you know how much money shit is? Like, it's fucking crazy, dude. Things are expensive. I hear it all the time. People's like, oh, shit's so expensive. It's like, no shit, dude. Why do you think, why do you think people struggle if they're not making fucking $500,000 a year? Like, no shit. Like, 
You know what? I, I'm so sick of everyone with that. It's no shit, dude. You pay what you want to pay for. You pay for what you want to pay for. Like all the shit that I put money into or buy or and all this shit I don't need, it's because I want it. Or if I go bet $100 on a sports game, it's because I want to. If I want to go fucking see you for your fucking wedding that's going to happen one time, well, to me, you can't really put a price on that. I would have paid fucking $2,000, honestly. And I don't make a lot of money. So you know what? No, seriously, though. I mean, it's just seriously. When you break shit down like that, it's to me, that's what it's about. You're going to pay for what you want to either fucking want to have or what you want to do. That's just his what it is. It's the same thing we talked about with all these other beliefs and things. You, not everyone wants to do or do all the same shit. I'm not going to go fucking yell at somebody for paying for something for else they want to do that I don't want to do. Like, it's it's just dumb to me, bro. It's all, it's all the same dumb shit to me. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to uh, seeing you uh, when I can and catching up on you when uh, we can. And next thing you know, it'll be June 2023. Mark my words. All right, much love, dude. <laughs> Seriously, Later, time goes by quick. All right, be good. See ya. I know, it's crazy. Richie Dingbat, my guy. Stops in for a nice chat today. Always love him coming by. Hasn't been on for a minute. Uh, wonder if he thinks I'm losing my mind yet. I Sometimes I think I am. I really do, but it's okay. Just, you know, I'm coming off of the last solo pod that I did and great conversation today. I'm trying to be a little bit more upbeat about my podcast about me talking life sports all that um passion of mine i've always had uh for quite a while now i feel like honestly even though i've only been doing the pod for about three years maybe more i don't know i lose track of time it goes by so fast but be coming up on five years in about a month or so halfway through january now already where i've lost my mom and you know i've talked about it here on the podcast plenty of times talked about my loss my tragedy and all that stuff and really i brought it home the other day with what i saw happen with damar hamlin shout out to him and his family and all the prayers up for everybody sending them his way um now that he's what seemed to be making a miraculous recovery full recovery who knows if he'll get back on the football field but at least he's looked like he's gonna have a life got his uh charity all up and whatnot um and that's all great and i'm happy for him um but i think what i took most about that situation um what i tried to get out in the podcast that day which is what i think some of the guys you're seeing now getting out and now that at least he's doing okay it makes it a little easier um i guess where Everyone always talks about how it gets easier, all these cliche terms, or life isn't fair, and I think me and my girlfriend talk about that, all these cliche terms, and they suck, and I get it, Um, but that just is what it is, you gotta take them with a grain of salt. Um, You know, really for me is, I saw something that, one, I can't unsee, two, it changed my life forever, and three, it's definitely kind of impacted me not only emotionally um but just mentally as well um obviously with mental health being such a major factor and a lot of these things being talked about sports or non-sports related um great conversation today with one of my best friends rich who always wants to come down and talk some sports or come on and talk some sports or talk some life and try and get me upbeat and get me going and my girlfriend does the same and my brother and my neighbor Joyce and my neighbor Jim and all these people that try and keep me going that are still here and keep me upbeat and 
keep me on the right path. And I appreciate all that to the fullest. Anyone that checks out the podcast or shows any love to the podcast, you know how much it means to me already. Um, you know, it's just the thing that happened to me that day, uh, February 12, 2018, it really not only it's impacted me to this second, but it's something where I've realized the second it happened that it was going to impact me for the rest of my life. And as much as, um, you know, I wish I could move on differently and feel differently and not ex- feel and be consumed by hurt and pain. Um, it's just a lot easier said than done. It's a lot harder to explain where it's just something unfortunately everyone's kind of going to go through at some point loss and I get everyone deals with it in a different sense um it's just more when it's sudden and unprecedented and use words like uh guilt and could I have done something differently and how did this happen how that happened how long did it take and all these things um then in the moment when you're thrust into some type of situation like that it's just scary it's just um all kinds of things that really I don't wish upon anybody and not everyone experiences that everyone experiences loss but not everyone experiences um loss in a way I guess you're trying to help or involved and yeah, that DeMar Hamlin thing for me really brought home that situation, which I think about that situation every day. And unfortunately, um, I will think about that situation every day. And it's really changed my life, uh, probably for the worse, unfortunately. But I'm still here. Uh, I'm still doing my podcast and I'm still teaching golf, which I also have a lot of passion for. So I'm happy for all that. And it's really a lot with all the stuff going on in the sports world and the economy everywhere else um, for everybody personally, non-personally, whatever you want to call it. Um, And I've been trying to do better about being able to do the things that make me happy, which is obviously coming in here, chatting some sports, chatting about things and whatnot. And um, it's a hard line to balance. It's a hard line to kind of, to live on when you're dealing with stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's tough to be feeling like, uh, you know, oh, could I be doing this differently? Should I be doing that? Um, self doubt, all that stuff is not great. Um, you know, I preach that every day when I'm teaching golf. So really I've, realized that's why my golf game has gone to shit and really that's why my pod was kind of down and why I was down about my pod just a lot of self-doubt and you know at the end of the day that's all stuff that can be changed um and there's a lot of ways to kind of go about that there's a lot of ways to get right and it's really a long battle um I think it's a lot of people get to these things where we can talk about any game or any highlight or any prediction of a game or anything like that or you want to talk about uh the 
value of the dollar or fucking COVID or any of that. We can all talk about that, but no one really wants to talk about like the people that are struggling with some type of problem, depression, addiction, all kinds of bad, tragic stuff. And you know what? It's, of course, nobody wants to talk about negative stuff or nobody wants to be negative and positive is always a better way to be, but it's, you know, it's hard when people are dealing with stuff like that and they don't feel the type of support necessary to get back right or they just get stuck doing it for so long that they end up hating themselves or I mean it's just there's a list of so many sad and tragic situations and you know it's it's really hard man it really is it's hard to get through life um, when everything's not all fine dandy and perfect all the time and, uh, you know, I'll be 29 in six months or less than six months, 30 in less than a year and a half. And, you know, at this point, I wish things would play out differently and change and things would be different. But it's, like I said, a lot easier said than done. And life is a weird thing where you don't have all these chances to redo careers and 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 change up careers and life decisions and all that and it's it's very it's very strange to me these things that uh you kind of just either go with it or you don't um you know kids family all that so my uh probably get out of here music's been over for a while i was trying to get out the back end of the issue where i think i've been trying to explain it here more where you know it's like if my mom just passed and i was fucking 100 miles away or not in the house at the same time i think i've talked about this before it just maybe it would affect me differently um, and I'd be in a better spot, even though I can't fathom the fact that I'm never seeing talk to my mom again. Um, that sh- people are dealing with that shit every day. And, uh, you know, it's part of life and I get all that. Um, but there's just some stuff that, that I can't begin to explain that are, that is just so hard to live with that it's it's easy to see people spiral out of control and head down the wrong paths and and uh give up on things they're passionate about or love and you know it's it's hard it's really hard it's hard for people to understand it's hard to explain it's hard to talk about it's so if you just keep on acting like it's not happening or let's not think about it or talk about it or do anything about it, it's just builds up. It just doesn't go away. It doesn't make it any better. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, some days I, 
think I want to do this or I wish I did that. And then I'm like, nah, I can't do that. And uh, that right there is the problem, self-doubt. That right there is the the issue. And, um, you know, the more and more you break things down, the more and more you think about things, the more and more you try and grow and learn as a person and change and evolve and and all that. And life and time goes on. You, you end up realizing that it's very short. It goes by quick. It's scary how things go and things can happen at any time. And it's very, very fragile life. And um, death is something very definite and, and uh, tough to navigate you know not only for yourself but throughout your family and you know it's just something as a young kid I was always scared of and as I get older it just gets worse and worse obviously <laughs> right so you don't get any younger you ain't living much longer um yeah there's a lot of things going through my mind not only personally but then sports related non-sports related life related seen it online related whatever social media related fucking saw that tom brady's girlfriend up there with her post about how her shit's real and 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 all that and having to prove how it's her shit's real that's the most important thing to her um yeah it's pretty incredible some of these uh images or captions or comments you can see on the internet it's unbelievable i know my girlfriend hates it but it's not all girls are like you honey all right that's enough for the rants today hopefully she's home soon so i can get out of here and do something better than talking to a microphone or a camera all right much love saggy station Catch y'all next time.